Welcome, listeners, to the first episode of Dungeons & Disorder, the 5th edition D&D podcast. My name is Tim, and I will be the Dungeon Master. Before we begin, I would like to ask you guys for your patience with these first few episodes. This is our first time podcasting, and we are learning as we go. There are some sound issues that we are working on, so please bear with us. I think you guys will have some fun with us, and I think you'll enjoy the show. I apologize ahead of time because I went to lunch with some of my bosses from work and they're like, you like tequila, right? I'm like, absolutely not. So we went to a Mexican place. They're like, margaritas for everyone. And I was like, no, thank you. I'll have a rum and coke. And uh, I ended up drinking everyone else's margaritas because they left them on the table. Oh, wow. So I got really sick about an hour ago. And I, I, I'm seriously, honestly apologizing because it's not high plan tonight being. You didn't. Plan tonight being a sloppy mess, because that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking it was going to be. <laughs> You're recording already? I, I, I wasn't ready? You didn't give me a 3 two, one As As far as the recording goes, uh, I don't want you guys to worry about it, because in theory, I will be able to edit out everything racist and non-funny you guys do. In theory. <laughs> It'll just be a big giant blank in the middle. <laughs> that's, that is a possibility. So we're entering the dungeon, and, and then it'll just be cut to like, so, the what? Going, we're gonna... Done. And then we'll be <laughs> leaving. The only thing is, uh, the less inside jokes you guys do, the better. Everything else I can cut, and like, if there's times where we do a lot of math and so bullshit... we should fucking do arrow to the knee? Yeah, arrow to the knee. Well, see, that, that's not an inside joke. That's, uh, that's perfect. I mean, it's not funny, not perfect. but... <laughs> 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 It's funny if you're from a certain group it's of people. Like grade C material there, you know? If there's nothing else to make the cut, you know, yeah. it might squeak in there, but... How much experience do I have? You have one experiences. Yes! Current XP, one. Okay. What's XP for next level? I honestly do not know. Great DM we got here. <laughs> oh, I hate you. You invited me. Remember that. <laughs> you brought this up on yourself. It's true. Before next time, I still need to come up with a name for the podcast. And um, the background, which we're going to get into, is that you guys Leo! are... Leo! 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 and the Jets! <laughs> we don't have the rights to that song. I'm going to be singing a lot of songs, bro. I'm the bard, so... so I think if he sings it, it's technically okay. It's a parody. I didn't sing the real Why words. I think if it's under 15 seconds, it's okay. So I didn't sing the real words, though. It's a parody. It's under the, the parodies, you know? Now, he can sing it. We're going to introduce ourselves and explain. My real name or my character name or both? Uh, either way, whichever's comfortable for you. I'm Leo Joseph Takara. I live at 347 June Place. <laughs> I love unexpected visitors. If you want to come on down. I'm not going to edit that. <laughs> My name is Tim. I'm going to be the Dungeon Master, and uh, I have about three years' experience in D&D, mostly in the 3.5, so this is my first time doing 5th edition. So, I'm Tony. Uh, this is my first 5th ed game. I'm going to be playing the Dragonborn Ranger, Foos. Okay. Alex? 
My name is Alex. Um, I'm playing as a Dwarven Druid named Kyoji. I'm last. <laughs> <laughs> Blake? Uh, I'm Blake, and I'm going to be playing a human warlock named Agra. Leo? I'm Leo. I'm going to be playing the main attraction, uh, Tiefling Bard named Alios. Perfect. Okay, so you guys are going to start in the city of Fallcrest. Uh, I have to write things down? Nope, you do not have to write anything down that you don't want to, sir. I hate pens and pencils. So, so why are you playing these? <laughs> Bold statement! <laughs> he hates pens and pencils, all writing implements, chisels, tablets, etc. So, you guys are going to be starting out in the Silver Unicorn Inn. You are a band of adventurers. You guys have you've known your, you've known each other for several months. You've worked together on several small jobs. You're fairly desperate for money. You haven't had any work in the past few months. And so none of that, like, why am I traveling of so-and-so bullshit? You guys are all best friends, and you love each other. So thick curtains of rain fall outside, turning the streets into mud, and peals of thunder resound in the distance. Your evening's rest comes to an abrupt end when a figure enters the inn and slams the door behind him. His shoddy cloak is drenched, and when he pulls back his cowl, you can see that he's a young tiefling boy. He nods to the innkeeper sheepishly and then slinks towards you. From within the folds of his cloak, he produces a dry, unsealed letter and hands it to you. Yeah. To he hands it to. Please don't say Leo. Honestly, about to say Leo. Totally now I don't mean. want to. Why would that. the tiefling hand it to anyone but his bro? Okay, <laughs> me. He hands it to Agra, and okay, so in your journal. Now everyone should be able to see a mysterious oh, note. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, I see. Now when you click on it and click on it again, it should uh, zoom in on it. Hopefully you guys can read it. If not, I will read it to you. Although I do need somebody to read it out loud for the podcast. Would you like me to do it? I'll do it. Go for it. Good folk. I have heard tales of your heroism and wish to employ your services. Adventure awaits in the Borderlands. The Lord Warden of Falkrest has authorized me to pay well for your time and effort. If this offer intrigues you, look for me in the fields west of Falkrest tomorrow morning. Actually, it says tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Best scribe you see fired. Simply take the western ferry across the river and walk to the outskirts of town. You will find me there. With respect and regards, Captain blah 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 of the Falkrest Guard. Captain Nathan Ferry. That guy. That guy. Is it Faring Gray or Faring Gray? Faring Gray. That's right. <laughs> or is it Faring Gray? So, you guys can talk or decide what you want to do and establish that that's the only plot line that you have and you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this doesn't sound like a railroad at all. Um. So how long have we been in Fallcrest? You've been in Fallcrest about eight months. So we do we know this guy? Is he like a big shot, or is he like a middle shot, or is he like a... You know, he's basically a captain of the guard. He's like the town sheriff. You know, you wouldn't want to spit in his face, but at the same time, he's not lord of the city or anything. Well, wait, town sheriff or city? Sh- like, it's a big difference. If he's captain of the guard of a huge city, that's pretty big. But if he's just like outskirt, like podunk man, um, in between, I guess. I mean, okay, so he's like I middle ranking. S- I mean, I wouldn't... Foose. 
What's the lowdown on this guy? You were you were in the military. Put it this way: How many men are under his command? How big is this town? Oh God, Falkrest. Falkrest. Um, it's about three thousand people. So probably like a couple, maybe like a couple hundred guys yeah. at most. The the town of Falkrest or the city of Falkrest. I mean, they have a guard for bandits and stuff in the roads, but there's no threats of like marauding orcs or anything crazy like that going on here. Maybe there should be. Maybe there will be. Well, sounds pretty legit to me. Some action. Let's head out of here. I guess I'm going to jump ahead and say that you guys are heading to meet Captain uh, Nathan. Okay, yeah. Andre. Uh, you're not very making a cross, okay? Let's find out. So, let's see. You head west through the rain and fog. A short ferry ride that's uneventful brings you to the western shore of the river. You march along a muddy road past farmers, farmer drawings until you see an open field of tilled earth and thicker mud. In the middle of the field scream a dozen militia recruits. They attack one another with wild abandon, swinging wooden swords and shields. Watching them with dismay is a cloaked man on horseback. Near him, standing in a puddle by the road, is a dour dwarf smoking a pipe. Rain pours off his wide-brimmed hat. You guys uh, approach a field. Uh, you can see uh, several several men uh, practice fighting, sparring with each other. There's some archers shooting at training dummies. Um, there's a man you can see. He's wearing a, a cape and a purple hat. It's... Uh... Great, great crop of recruits you got here. These maggots, they're some of the worst recruits I've ever had. It was called sarcasm. I can see you're cream of the crop yourself. Oh, fuck. Dude, my, my flaw is sharp tongue. Come on now. <laughs> so when he says, greetings, gentlemen, I assume you are the company that I have sent for. You guys don't have a name yet. I hope you guys will come up with one eventually. Salute and say... Yes, we've responded to the letter. He says, thank you. Uh, I would send my own men, but as you can see, they are sorely unprepared for this. I have a dwarf here. And he points to the dwarf next to him, who is named Sorik Orvash. Sorik Orvash. And he explains that Sorik had uh, a group of dwarves and stonemasons that were hired to rebuild a tower to the west, um, Stormkeep. And um, they ran into a little bit of trouble. A sword trouble? What's your sword trouble? Well, Sorik explains. He says, uh, we were attacked by undead while we were investigating the tower. It's a, uh, a keep that was used many hundreds of years ago to prevent orc attacks and hill giants. We were investigating it for archaeological reasons. My men were attacked, and they have been uh, taken prisoner. And hopefully, you gentlemen will be able to rescue them. How many men are we talking here? Six. Six stonemasons. Uh, I, uh, I escaped. I had to run for my life. I'm not a fighter. And I came to the town guard, and Captain Farinray has uh, highly recommended you. I have, uh, I have bonus or knowledge roll against, uh, in history roll, actually, against stoneworks. Can I just make sure uh, that that lines up what I hear from the keep? The. You mean like what you know about the keep? You want to check it out? Sure, yeah, yeah. Versus what uh, yep. what he says? Okay. Second. Knowledge stoneworks core skill already coming in handy. You mean built into as every door? Roll roll twenty. Yeah, that's a history roll, so you can just okay, tell me what. So you got a twenty-one. Um, so you know 
that uh, he was telling the truth. It is uh, many years ago, goblins from the Org Fist Hills uh, tried to overrun the tower on several occasions, but their attacks were uh, rebuffed. And then about 40 to 50 years ago, um, they joined the goblins joined forces with the clans of ogres and giants, and they descended on the hills in force, and they pounded the towers with rocks, and they broke through its defenses. Ever since then, it's been pretty much unused. Uh, it was overrun. Okay. Attacked by undead? Oh, no, no, no. It was broken by goblins, ogres, and giants. But now the new threat is undead. Sorik explains that they were, uh, he says, we were going through, we were going through the uh, first uh, layer of the tower. We were, we had basically just gotten there. We had only been there for a few hours when we were attacked by uh, these yellow skeletons. And uh, I was, I, I ran away in fear. I'm ashamed by it, but I, okay. I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. So, then your men were prisoners. Really, they, they may be dead. I'm hoping. I, I saw several of them uh, grabbed, and they weren't stabbed or clubbed instantly. And I, I, I ran off. I watched for a few moments, but I took off. So I'm hoping they're still alive. Captain Fahrenheit explains that uh, Sorik is the, he knows the, the fastest way to the tower, and he's willing to escort you guys there, provided that you keep them out of harm's way. There is a reward for this job. They're, they're willing to offer 200 gold each for the rescue and safe return of his men. What if they come back in pieces? Hopefully that won't happen, but the reward, if the threat has been dealt with, will be the same. This is the best chance we got for giving uh, ourselves a little cash. What do you say, fellas? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like people are in need, and we're the only ones who can deal with it. So, so uh, Sorek says that he's ready to go whenever you guys are. He's a little standoffish. He's not real thrilled to be traveling with a tiefling, but um, he knows that he needs your help. I'll say in Dorvish that the tiefling is really annoying, but he's not a necessarily a bad person. But he's really annoying. <laughs> and don't, and, and recommends that he does not say anything related to song or singing or anything like that. Sork just sort of gives gives you like one of those old men nods. He likes you. He doesn't, he doesn't want to say it, but it, it's the Dorvin thing to do. You guys done? Get get a room if you want to, uh, you know, have a little rex and relaxation before we go. But it is raining and I'm soaked. Tower, which I told you was Storm Tower, but its technical name is Vanamir's Tower, lies 25 miles west of Falkrest on the far side of the Cloak Woods. Sorik urges that you guys, that we stay clear of the forest and instead uh, stick to the Nentir River, reach the uh, western side, but he's going to leave that up to your discretion, whether you want to go there straight away, uh, traveling through the woods, or you guys were just going to travel along the river the way that he and his company traveled before. How much time would we save if we traveled through the woods? About half a day. The... I'm going to turn to our big dragonborn. I think we can make it across the woods. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we should try and get there as quickly as possible. Seems unlikely that undead are taking prisoners for any significant length of time. Yeah. How do we know what's in the forest? Uh, I can find out with my amazing survival check. Yeah, you guys could do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could do one too. Any checks that you guys want to try to ask of me, I'm willing to... Can I deceive the trees? Besides... <laughs> Besides, besides Leo. I mean, this place could be filled with anything. It could be filled with eagles. You know, bear eagles. You know that the, the woods are actually, they're considered fairly dangerous. Rumors of spiders and edder caps and such. Most folks do stay clear of them. Burn the forest down. <laughs> <laughs> Might take longer. 
Also, I don't think I'd be okay if you burned down forests. Oh, right, you're a druid. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's like one in one hand, you could be creating new life by destroying old. Fertilization, man. Maybe they're like deciduous firs that need, you know, the ash and heat to melt the sap to make the new seeds from the pine cones. I think these woods are healthy enough right now. Thank you. I don't know. I think we can take the woods. You were going to ball through the woods, even though we're going to have a random encounter? Okay, let's do it. Oh, what's up that what's up that power gaming, dude? <laughs> so, uh, Sorik sort of, like, mumbles, but he's just, you know, he's willing to follow you guys. You guys are the adventurers. And you guys don't have a random encounter. See, guys, if you mention the encounter, then it doesn't happen. You should thank me later. When you approach within a mile of the tower, the rain and fog uh, is making it very hard for you guys to discern your surroundings. Um, and Sorik looks up at you and he says, we're almost there. And he's leading you up a gentle hill. It's dotted with head-sized chunks of gray stone, which is uh, that are half like embedded in the ground, like these things, big pieces of rock that fell. Rock might not be the correct term. It looks like they've been worked, like these were parts of buildings at one point. And you can also see bones lying amid the grass and weeds. So yeah, you guys are moving up this hill. You're in, uh, Sorg explains that you're getting near the tower. It's very rainy. Like it's, we're, we're talking like high thunderstorm kind of stuff going on right here. And you guys do see off to the east, there is a campfire. You can see a light. I haven't done passive perception and I don't have any of your guys' stuff written down yet. Can I get everyone's, yeah. Tony, what's your passive perception? Oh, damn. I think it's 10 plus proficiency bonus plus wisdom modifier. That should be what it is, right? What if we don't yeah. have it as a skill? We can still perform it. We don't get the proficiency bonus, that's all. 12. Wait, it was 12. No. Alex, what's yours? 16. 13. But 13 for you, Blake. Do you know yours? I have no idea what we're talking about right now. What's your wisdom? Uh, plus one. Okay, so, and do you have it for no. something and trained or not? That's okay. so 11. 11. Okay, so then I do. In the flash of lightning, uh, you guys can see the edge of the tower. Sorg says that's, that's where it happened. That's where we were attacked. That's where the skeletons came on us. And that was your camp over there, the fire? He says that was not our camp. Uh, that was not there yesterday or uh, a few days ago when we were here. I'm going to take a look at him uh, with insight check. Does he look like he's telling the truth? Hey, guys, I figured out if you scroll up and down really fast, it shows part of the map. Wow, you're yeah. Yeah. It was accidental. I was just looking up and down. And I'm like, hey, I can see a table. Sork seems like he's sincere you, about that. You do feel like Sork is sincere. Okay. I have stealth. I can sneak up on the campfire and see what's what's the, the dealio. Go for it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Parade in there with your pipe organ and... I'm going to play my song, so I'm super stealthy. Sneak, sneak, sneak past the stupid ogres. Do you want to sneak up there? You can do that if you want. I will sneak up there. One second. Must make my beautiful sneaky roll. My skills. Uh, There you go. My stealth roll. Okay, so yeah. Um, Go ahead and move your guy wherever you'd like to move him. Is that tree actually there, or is it just an open field? That tree is there, yes. Okay, so I guess I'll approach from that tree at first. Let's move to here. Give me an actual perception roll, not a passive one. Okie dokie. Perfect. All right. What you see is uh, three men sitting around the campfire, 
and their faces have been painted yellow, sort of like when chicks are going to a rave or something. So they're, they're, they're basically wearing like face paint to try to look like skeletons. See these guys, they, they have not noticed you. Okay, I will return back to my party and, you know, give them the deets. Do you want me to sneak again, or can I just peace out? You can sneak again, yeah, just for Okay, great. Now here comes a natural one. It's a natural one. Is it really? Yeah, the red box means it's a natural one. Is that what it means? Green is a natural 20, and the red box is a natural one. Hover over it. It shows you what you actually rolled. Ow. See, this is one of those times where I kind of wish I was rolling for you guys to see it. You actually still passed. Yeah, it depends if you do natural failures and crits or not. For skill checks, I don't. Yeah, you knocked that fucking tree down and they didn't notice. Wow, that was a big boom of thunder. It is actually, it's very noisy right now. Like, I, I really want to stress how, like, stormy out it is. So, uh, guys, there seems to be some uh, interesting gents up over there by the fire. They're they're painted like the skeletons. I'm going to go with that's not a not a great sign. Uh, were they all armed? They, they were armed. Are they just the common race? What? Are they just the common races, like human, whatever, etc.? What race were they? Were they human? They, they were human. Yeah. They're all humans. I was going to do a race thing. Favorite enemy? <laughs> so they're all just facing the uh, campfire? Yeah, they're sort of sitting around the campfire trying to stay warm. I did notice they had crossbows and maces. They have crossbows and maces. Like handy? They have crossbow maces. They're going to fire the maces. <laughs> what was that, Tony? Like, as in... Prepared like crossbows? Are they like loaded or? I mean, you. I don't think you'd have a crossbow unloaded. I mean, seems kind of dangerous. I mean, if I had a crossbow, it would always be loaded. Is it? But if it's a hand crossbow, you could keep it loaded. But if it's a regular crossbow, you really can't just load it and leave it torqued. It'll be ruined. And in the heavy rain, like, wouldn't the string not be really good? Because longbows won't work if you use them in heavy rain. You're right. These crossbows are not ready. They're very unprepared crossbows. But they're still in hand with an yes. arm reach. Or in hand. Okay. So they're ready. They're just not super ready. I, can I uh, make a battle check? Try and determine. You saw three, right? I want to see if I can verify if there are more than three. Like based on like tracks or whatever. Okay. What, what skill check are you using? Uh, it would be survival. Survival? Okay. So like based on like the size of their camp, would there be more dudes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. That's a good way of putting it, Alex. Nicely done. Almost like I thought about that doing that before. 14? Yeah, definitely. By the, the size of the tent that Alios described, you would suspect that there are people around. Let's uh, silently axe the dudes outside. Light fire to the tent. Uh, those two things don't go together. <laughs> Great, man. Well, I'm saying we kill the dudes outside, and then they can't raise the alarm, so we burn all the guys who are still inside the tent. We don't even know if this guy is in the tent. We just we can't just blindly murder people. I agree. The, the door. Okay, you can waltz up to them and say, "Hello there, stranger. Noticed you have a nice fire. Mind if we share dinner?" I was thinking more like sneak up behind, knock out, drag away from camp. Yeah. Um. Hold on. I mean, I think I can actually put out the fire from far away. Well, I don't even know if we need to do that because if they stay focused on the fire, then that's not a bad. How confident do you, you two? He, uh, I point at Foos and Alios at sneaking behind them. I can make a distraction. I'm not gonna sneak really well in my armor, but very confident. But 
I'm not that big and strong. I can stick a dagger in someone's back. You can just put your dagger behind their behind their thrones. Tell them not to move. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, like you don't need strength to slit someone's throat. But I thought we were trying not to kill them. Everyone was all up in arms. You can threaten them with the possibility they resist and go ahead, but... Okay, I like this plan better. But, okay, but don't intentionally make them try to resist. All I'm saying is it might slip, it might not. So I'm going to cast Druidcraft. Uh, well, when we all set up, I'm going to cast a spell. So I'm going to make a distraction, and then you guys can do the knocking out type of thing. I get what Alex is going to do. What is everyone else going to do? I guess, um, based on the... Can we assume that the way they're facing right now is where their attention is? Yeah, yeah, they're all just sort of sitting around the fire there, staring at so, the fire. So, approach him from behind, Tony, and... Yep. Gotcha! Helios and Fuchs are going to sneak up on them. Is Agra... Are you going to do anything, Blake? I guess I have no choice but to follow these guys, because otherwise... Come on, Warlock, just use your muscles. Grab them, wrestle them to the ground or something. Just slow crawling. No, don't take your time. Do like a take 10 sneak check. Sorry, you guys are doing a sneak gun up there, so uh, Foose, go ahead and give me a sneak check. And if I understand that you're trying to get right up behind them and do the old dagger from behind across their throat and holding them there? When they're, like, nearing there, I'll make a check to maybe distract them a little more. Okay. But you mean they can roll their stealth checks now and yeah. I'll roll my thing. Yeah, I pretty much just want to grab them and be like, you know, don't say anything or you die. You want to you you whisper something sweet in their ears? Yeah, hand over the mouth. Be like, that's not that's not my dick. That's a sword. And you guys are going to try to do all three at once. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, it's going to be great. So go ahead, uh, do your stealth check, Tony. He's in there like swimwear. Wow, fucking cheater! <laughs> all right, twenty-one. Elios, Leo. <laughs> the second one was a twenty-one. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, full disclosure, I have disadvantage because I have scale nail. So I actually rolled the ten. Oh. Oh, is that what it is? Advantage, disadvantage, or something? I thought just mine's two. No, I have a disadvantage. It's the lower of two rolls. Oh. That's why it's rolling twice? Yes. So so it's always the first one, but if you have advantage, you get the better one, and if you have disadvantage, you get the worse one? I think that's the intent here. Oh, do we have advantage? I'm going to try to create advantage. Uh, you guys are going to have advantage, actually, thanks. Uh, I, I'm not totally sure what spell Blake's casting here, but I'm well, pretty sure he's going to give you guys advantage. Well, it's also loud and rainstorming, too. Right. Yes, so it for, is very... So for me, it cancels out, and I just get the good roll. So for me, I also get my good roll, which is the 21. So I'm going to cast Druidcraft, and it's going to be towards around like this direction, like away from him. It's going to be the smell of a skunk. Oh, oh my oh, god, okay. that's amazing. What the fuck is that? Oh, what did you eat? And they're just sort of like, you know, just sort of checking each other's pants for a minute. And then three of you come up behind them. And yeah, you guys actually are going to get them. And you guys have them pretty much unawares, blade to the throat. Do each of you have something that you can threaten them with? Um, I guess is what I'm asking is, does Blake have like a blade or anything? Does Agra have something that he can come up behind someone and threaten them with? Don't you have a pack dagger or... You know, that's a level 3 thing, I realize. Do you have a simple melee weapon? Uh, yeah, I have a quarter staff or some shit. I mean... Alright, so Agris, he sort of comes on a little aggressive. He's sort of like putting this guy in the full sleeper, while you guys are just sort of like, don't make a sound. He's choking this guy out a little bit to keep him from shouting. Yeah. <laughs> We're calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'm going to say that you guys have these three these three guys who are painted up like skeletons. They're sort of at, at your mercy here right now. You guys caught them completely off guard thanks to the storm and the, the old skunk distraction. Who looks? Who are the three of them? Who looks like the... Who's the coward? Well, we should get them away from the kid. Who pissed in his pants already? I can do a spell check if you want. <laughs> the one that Foos, the, the dragonborn... Because there's a giant dragon behind them. Like, yeah, he's just sort of, you know, he's like, that's not my dick. <laughs> and he sort of got him from behind. You know, he's, he, that guy's looking a little bit more uh, skittish than I'm the rest. I'm going to start dragging him towards where we came from. Because I want to okay. get him away from the fire in so, the camp. Is the, the dwarf came with us, right? Okay. Sorek, he came with you guys to the tower, but he has no intention of going up towards skeletons or bandits or whatever is going on around here. He's... I guess I, I don't know if I quite explained. He's he's a pretty old dwarf. Like he is past his fight and adventure days. Okay. So four or five hundred years old. Oh yeah, he, he is he's an old dude. I want to drag my guys over there. If assuming they're gonna not gonna resist too much. Yeah, well, let's yeah. move them over towards the trees. That's a good idea. And in just a few minutes, you guys have just snuck up behind these guys, grabbed them from behind, said a few unsavory things in their ears, and dragged them off into the darkness. Like, this is full Deliverance-style <laughs> shit that's going on right now. So the one that, that was, like, grappled by, um, by Foos, he seems he's, like, scared the fuck out because there's a giant dragon from behind that was grabbing him, or still grabbing him. I'm going to ask him, uh, so you guys are the skeletons? He says, he says just, just let us go. I don't, I don't want any trouble. Uh, we'll let you go. Just tell us why you're here and probably who hired you guys. Give me a geez, uh, diplomacy check? I mean, you're being good. I can, I can do some chatting. I can do some chatting. I'm going to say, you know, whoever hired you is going to be pretty pissed that you got snuck up on your guard post. So it's either you tell us and maybe we'll let you go and you live to fight another day or... We uh, send you back, and either way, it's not going to end well for you. Listen, we, we work for Falak, all right? We're, ju- we're just here to guard the tower. I don't know what's going on underneath. He, he, he made us come here for some reason. Uh, he's got the doors down below, and um, we're just supposed to watch for any intruders. Falak, is he a local? Falak, no, he's, uh, he's our boss. He's, uh, he's a necromancer. You work for a necromancer. Yes, we do. A necromancer can't can't afford to have his own skeletons and dresses up his own people as skeletons. Listen, you know, we we wanted to be part of the group. Everyone else got to be a skeleton, so we thought we'd paint ourselves like it's much more intimidating. You, know? you want to be killed and resurrected as a skeleton. No, that's why we're doing the paint thing. We don't have to, we don't have to die. But how many more of you are there? Oh, there's there's a bunch of us. If I were if I were you guys, I wouldn't go down there at all. There's there's dozens and dozens of us. Punch him in the jaw and ask if he can count. I'm gonna kick him in the shins. He's talking back. Oh, what the fuck, man? I'm telling you what you asked. Dozens and dozens, huh? Yeah, I'm not so good at counting either. It looks to me like you have one eye, and I put my dagger right near his eye. All right, there's 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 about there's about eight or ten of us down there. All right, maybe not dozens. Just, you know, I need these eyes. Not the other doesn't? <laughs> and you, you look, you look, and he knows he has beautiful blue, like, perfect eyes, you know? Like, he could be, like, an Amber Crown being a Finch model. And he's wasting his life being a lackey for a necromancer? Yeah, choices, man, you know? You guys were lucky. He wasn't raised right. Okay, I'll, I'll put the dagger away. He can keep his big, beautiful blue eyes that I <laughs> smolder in the... Di- no, no! <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, say we tie them up, 
and get all the miners back on arms. Them. Yeah, gag them so they can't talk. If, if I believe it was Alex who said that he always has rope available. I do have rope. We all have rope. <laughs> we all have rope. I don't have any all rope. Right. <laughs> Mine doesn't. Mine didn't come with rope. What kind of kit do you have? <laughs> Entertainer's kit? Oh, yeah, you don't. But, Blake, do you have an explorer's kit? Uh, I don't know. I oh, can disguise them. That's fine. Or put them in a, a costume. Uh, as a DM, I really hope there's enough rope for two of these guys. And not enough we have a hundred. Between me and Tony, we have a hundred feet of rope. We're fine. One of our sets of rope alone could tie up three guys. Like we could tie them all to a tree. I was hoping one had to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, guys, we didn't bring enough rope. Sorry about this. As an aside, I do have dark vision 60 feet, so if that makes a difference. Yeah, I did too. So you should probably didn't fall by me. Yeah. So uh, you guys want time up? I guess, I guess I'll ask for a dexterity check, unless uh, there's anything you guys want to I would say. argue survival check just because it's like boy scouting. I will totally go with survival. Yeah, sure. You guys want to tie these guys up? Who's the who's the rope man? I'll boy scout it. Can't you just take 10? We have them like cowering in fear. and Does... Does fifth edition do take ten? Well, yeah, but I roll ten anyway, so it's eighteen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, first guy, perfect. Just you know, little sailor's not or druid not. He learned from the squirrels. You want per character or? Yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. let's do so three. I'm hoping you roll one. Uh, next guy, yeah, he's gagged <laughs> like a little piggy. This <laughs> just asses up in the air. Is this sort of gay thing? Didn't have to be. <laughs> Whoa. So yeah, they're tied up uh, perfectly. I'm assuming you guys are going to gag them yeah, also? Yeah, just going to like, cut up cloth off their clothes or something, stuff in their Yeah, mouth. yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't got to roll for any of that, sure. So you guys have gagged them also. And it's raining. Sucks to be them. We want to, what, wide circle the camp? Let's check what's inside the yeah, campus. Say, go. What we could do is we could hide, like, here. I don't know if you can see it. To the left and right of the e entrance. And then I can use Thaumaturgy to make some noises outside and get those guys to rush out. We can just ambush them if there's anyone in there. How loud can you... What, how loud is your noise you can make? It says... I can I can make like it whisper inside the tent if I wanted to. It's like thunderstorming, dude. Well, oh, you want, you, want, you want to make people come outside the tent. And we'll be right behind the door. So as they run out, they're going to look at the fire be like, where are the dudes? And then we can, you know... Capture them, drag them over here, tie them up with their friends. You know, just you know, really make it a party. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, we just burn the house down. It's still on the table. Let's, let's avoid burning things down unless we have to. Okay, so I want to sneak to like right here, and we'll have let's set up. Let's all set up around the outside of the door. What does your spell do, Leo? Okay, so thaumaturgy. I can cast up to three three of it at a time. It has this thirty foot range. It lasts for a minute. Um, it allows me to make hallucinations, mild hallucinations or noises cast from a spot. Um, basically, I can do all the, remember the DBZ one? I can make all the things that make me seem like I'm going to be powering up. I can make flames flicker around me and like wind, open and shut windows and doors and things of that nature. So right outside the door, I'm going to um, make it sound like, what would be the something that you would, someone cause someone to come out of their tent? Make it sound like, Swords clashing? Crossbows twanging? Do you want them to come out armed, or do you want to come down like, what the fuck is that? Mm. But I don't want to use, like, ghostly things, because it'll just be like, oh, necromancer dude's at it again. Uh, be like a woman's scream. It's, like, random. They don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, we can make them say, come out quick fire. Sure. 
Okay, so I'll make it sound like I, I guess I can make it roughly humanoid, gruff, that saying, uh, quick fire! Through the use of magic, you guys hear this shout of fire, and yeah. uh, nobody comes running out. Nothing seems to happen. Right. I'm going to look in the tent. You look in the tent, and there's nobody inside. Are there any, uh, like, documents or... Documents? No, there is There is some stuff in the tent. I'm assuming we disarmed the dudes, right, of their crossbows and maces? Oh, I thought you guys wanted to leave the weapons with... Them. No, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys can all have a crossbow and mace if you want it. I can use a crossbow, so... Right, I'm just, any gear we find, I'm just going to leave piled up probably in the tent. In the tent, you guys, uh, there's a backpack, there's a crowbar, a couple rations, five rations, and there's a water skin. And there's 50 feet of rope. Whoop! <laughs> Who used, did you use your rope, Alex? Do, you, do we need to use more rope? Take it. Always take rope. We can. All right, we'll take rope. I definitely can carry more, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, we just used up your rope, so now we have another one. Took didn't take, it didn't take 50 feet of rope to... If, if you didn't cut it up. Write down more it, fucking rope. I'm okay? just saying, <laughs> the way I would have done it would have been, so I didn't have to cut up the rope, I would have just tied them up with one 50 feet thing of rope, and then... Alright, I'll have more rope. I'll take <laughs> Fine. You don't have to do it that way. Fuck it, no, we have more rope now. Might have to repel sometime. I'm just gonna hit level two. I'm just gonna fly like a bird. Fuck off. He's gonna fly like an eagle. His spirit carry me. He's gonna fly. Alright. So there's a tower. You can see there's tons of rubble around here. Whatever this thing was before, it was a much larger uh, structure before. Um, and this is just the remains of what it is here. How tall um, is the you, tower? Three, four? Uh, the, the tower here is uh, it's about 30 to 40 feet. Alright, so I guess we'll just uh, head towards the door. Super cautiously. Is this like an open doorway or is there like an actual shut door? The doorway is open. You can see uh, the faintest bit of light flickering from inside. Um, Like I said, it's very rainy and stormy, though, so you guys can't hear anything. Uh, The wind is, like, howling around you and such. Okay, so as uh, Foos moves in the doorway, he can see... You see uh, the interior of the tower. Um, You can see two men that are armed. Um, There is a table with, uh, like, half of a meal on it, and there is a nice ornate rug on the floor. Really ties the room together. Oh, yeah. There is, like, a staircase that would go up, but you can see that it's sort of... The stairs that are going up, they sort of break about... Wherever a second floor would be, the interior of it is so uh, dilapidated and broken down that it just leads to literally nothing. But as you... uh, across the doorway, one of the gentlemen inside sees you, and he gives a cry of alarm, and we're going to roll initiative, and we're going to try this out. Oh, look at turn order. Boom. So you guys roll your initiative, and I will adjust it in the thing there. Yeah. Nice. This is just a dexterity check, right? Unless you have a feed or something? Yeah. If you select your your token and then use your roll through your sheet it'll automatically assign your initiative uh, i like how someone rolled an eight who's the higher dex mod but do you have a plus dex i have plus one you are about you're higher than oh what plus zero you dex. rolled a natural 20 <laughs> yeah i rolled a natural 20 get fucked you aren't you supposed to add your uh i don't think you do you get proficiency yeah pretty sure really i'm not complaining Oh no, I guess you only get your decks. 
You only get your dex. According to the, the automatic sheet, it only gives me my dex bonus. They are going to get railroaded. Yeah, I think it was uh, Blake is going to go first. So you hear a, cl- a cry of uh, someone from inside the tower when uh, yeah. your dragonborn friend steps in front of the doorway. I wanted to scare them all. I'm going to move all over here and uh, I cast Eldritch Blast. Uh, it's a spell touch attack? What, what do I do with that? It's just a great roll without... Is it a range touch or...? Yes, range touch. Well, it's a spell, it's a spell touch attack, but it's a 120 foot range, so... So it'll be a d20 plus 2 and warlocks go off charisma, so it'll be, I think they go off charisma, so it'll be a charisma bonus? It's gonna be whatever you cast off of. Okay, yeah, if it's, okay. it's proficiency plus charisma, you're right. Wow. That's a natural 20. Okay. I think you can crit on a spell. Yeah, so it... It does 1d10 damage. So normally, so I guess it's 2d10. Well, all the attacks damage twice and add them together. And add any relevant modifiers. Oh, 17. Oh, wow. Alright, I blew this guy up. Okay, so um, do you want to describe an Eldritch Blast for me? Because I have no idea what that looks like. It's, I don't know. Um, with a roiling health fire in my hand, I take my staff and aim directly at Mr. Pinko up there, and uh, send a stream of Hellfire right to him. I guess in his face, because that's funny, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he screams as uh, your Hellfire just engulfs his face, and uh, you can see one of his eyeballs just sort of pop, and he's just like freaking out. He doesn't go down, but he's clearly uh, fucked up quite a bit. Ah. We move on to Alex, Kildrick. Kildred is going to use a bonus action with Shillelagh, or whatever that spell is called. Shillelagh. Shillelagh. The druid cantrip. It's going to empower his uh, core staff with nature. And he's going to run up and uh, smack that guy who... Did you hit the closer one or the far one? The further one. Alright, I'm going to go up and hit the closer one, since I don't think the far one is more than 25 feet. Is the farther one not dead? He's pretty fucked up, though. His face got melted off. Oh, it happens. Now he's a real skeleton, though. So, uh, why did we just attack these guys anyway? I mean, because you went first. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were armed. His eye melts. He's like, why? Why? Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. I'll, I'll, still, I'll still empower my uh, staff, but um, I'm, going to, I'm going to tell them to put down their... I'm going to... <laughs> that was a warning shot! <laughs> Drop your weapon! <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll be reasonable. I'll do a uh, diplomacy check and tell them to put down their weapons now. And then I guess if they don't, I'll just smack them. I'm not sure if I can ready in action. It's persuasion now, right? For 5th edition? Um, yeah, there's no diplomacy, so yeah, it's persuasion. Okay, just checking. Yeah, go for it. I have a, I have my stick out and his friend's on fire. Let's see if how much that... 16. 16, no, he's just like, fuck you, oh, he had the most beautiful eyes ever, and he, he's not. Uh, I beg to disagree, we have a gentleman tied up outside. These guys are really all about the eyes. I guess we'll say that was, I don't know if they even do minors, but if you still want, I'll let you swing I'll out. I'll swing if he says no. Yeah, he, he just, he says no, and he's brandishing his sword at you still. Uh, 16. 16 will hit him. In that case, it's a 1d8 damage. It's magical for the purposes of ignoring uh, resistance. Three damage. All right, so you sort of club them across Wait, the... Wait, hold on. Uh, That's a strength modifier too, right? Because it's a physical thing? Okay, so four. Yeah, I club them in the head. After uh, Kildrake goes... Foos! 
Rhoda! I had to do it once. I like how Warlock just opens up on you the first guy he sees. Turns the corner. I'll handle this. <laughs> I just set a precedent. Come on. You know, he's tied up three people and threatened to kill them, so... But we didn't kill them, okay? We were like Batman up until you just blew this dude's face off. Yeah, you just left it out in the rain, dude, by lightning. Okay, okay. Well, we can say we'll leave them under the tree so they won't die of ammonia. Yeah, they'll get blown apart by lightning instead. Okay, what's the chance? Okay, if they get blown apart by lightning, then, like, there's nothing we could have done. <laughs> it's an act of God. Alright, uh, so I'm gonna attack this dude with my longsword. Okay, so, uh, Foose, uh, charges in the tower. Ten is your total, right? If we're reading this the right way? Uh, yeah, that should be right. Okay, so, uh, you swing at him, and he just sort of, he dodges to the side, and you just strike the floor. You miss. So, then Elios is up next. Unless you wanted to do anything else, Tony. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, walking distance in a, in when you make a motion. When you make a motion. When you move. In 5th edition, part of it is narrative, so I'm gonna be really lenient on the walking. Then the, I, I, it depends on your race, but most people get like 30 I feet. I know it's 30 feet. So, diag- two diagonals is 10, right? One, two. The yeah. first time, but basically, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna be really lenient if you guys. If you're 15. if you're close, you're there. 30. If you're not, you're hmm. not. Should I do this the silly way? Does that involve you throwing a dagger behind me and hitting me? No, it involves me using my uh, moving to the center of the room and using a 15 foot cube knockback. <laughs> <laughs> to do what? It deals 2d8 damage and knocks everything in the room to the walls. Does that spell? Yeah, yeah it would. You'd have Including to make safe. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems kind of silly. One guy's almost like fucked up already. Yeah, I'll. <laughs> it seems like I would be yeah. out of you later for that. All I'll say is, Leo, this is branding. Whether you establish your character in the first episode, so if your character is a dick, now's the time. Uh, the lady is out of initiative. Does that mean she's down? She's not fighting, but she's not dead. What? Well, Pinker, lady? Pinker. What lady? No, Pink's in the initiative. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Vicious Mockery on her. Okay. It's a cantrip that I play through my flute because it is my... Hey, that's just my spell focus. Um, so let me roll this. Play a really mean song. It's actually psychic, too. So she hears it in her head. Well, So while her face is melting off, you're going to play a mean song about her. <laughs> in her head, Dad. There's like laughing voices and shit. It's going to make her eardrums bleed. I love that because I gave her the pink dot. It's now a girl. <laughs> Yeah, so sexy. Uh, sure 23? 23, okay, so tell me what this It is, is a psychic. Uh, she has a wisdom roll to negate it. Does she? Okay. Uh, what's my DC? Uh, it's going to be uh, 15. Perception plus my pass. charisma, right? So she takes uh, 1d4. What kind of fucking song does 1d4 damage? <laughs> it's a psychic song in her head. She hears laughing voices about, you know, and and cruel words about how her face is melted off. She just lost an eye. And she also now has disadvantage on her next attack roll if she ever makes one. Disadvantage on her next attack roll. Boom! Crit! can even see. Oh, no, it's not a crit. It's just max damage. All right, so four damage. Okay. It's actually uh, her turn. So uh, she's going to run around the table here. And she's going to move here, and she's going to attack uh, Elios. Wait, she moved into my range, so I get an attack opportunity? Nope. Uh, it's when you move through your threat range, not into your threat range. Oh. So, uh, she's going to swing 
a mace at you. Does a 15 hit your With disadvantage? Class. You roll twice. I took the shit oh, here. I'm sorry. You are right. Does a 14 hit your armor class? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> so she's going to do five damage. Ow, that's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. So, and then the uh, the purple tagged one, the black one, is going to attack uh, Kildrake here. Oh, now he's black. <laughs> he's, he's wearing black. <laughs> so Next thing you're going to tell me, the thugs. <laughs> oh, thugs. Stop looking at the book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoever wrote this is racist. Um, does a 23 hit your armor class? What the fuck do you think, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the thugs also have multi-attacks, so they take two attacks when they're in melee range. So the second attack is going to be a 12. Does that hit 12 does miss. 12 misses. Alright, so the first one, he swings his club, and he does three damage to you. And the second one goes wide. Awesome. Counter. So then we're back to Agra. Woo! I would cast Burning Hands here, but I think it would kill Leo. So I'm shooting move there, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast um, Miss Pac-Man. How many times can you Eldritch Blast? It's a cantrip for me. Oh, I forgot. Warlocks are the blasters. Oh, God. It's a D10 cantrip. <laughs> All right, I only got a seven. I mean, he did have to, like, sell his soul for that shit. So as you try to melt her other eye, she sort of is like, no, and she does, like, the old Matrix thing, and uh, it hits the table behind her. Melts the table's eye. Kill Drake. I'm going to smack the guy again. All right. Can we kill Pinky so she doesn't kill me? Because that... Mm, no, because I'll... I would have to move and no. 19? 19 will hit. <clears throat> Two points of damage. Two points of damage. <laughs> so, uh, the joys of level one characters. One. Yes. <laughs> to, to set the scene, the, uh, the pink one there has half a face melted off, and the one with the purple <laughs> tag has two boo boos on <laughs> their shoulder. Wait, um, Leo, for the, um, the disfinishing, it's just one turn, right? Next, next attack roll. Yeah, it's just she's 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 got it. It's just her next attack roll. Foos. All right, so I'm gonna attack the uh, pink one. Eleven. Yes. So you hit. Twelve slashing damage. Nice. She's dead. I don't care. I'm calling it. Oh. What the fuck? You did twelve damage. He's got a two-handed longsword. Yeah. So with a two-handed swing, uh, you thrust the sword, uh, and it comes down in her throat, and uh, she's just like, oh god. Why we were just hanging out? Just fucking kill Stanley Tor! I swear to fucking God. <laughs> it's all that left. And uh, <laughs> she goes down. I go through her pockets. <laughs> I want to turn to the other guy and scream like, "Drop your weapon!" Intimidation style. Intimidation. Okay, so yeah, give yeah. me intimidation. I can end this fight without more bloodshed. Five? No, that will not. What the fuck? I like how you rolled you rolled a natural one and a natural twenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do wish it would only do that if you actually had an advantage. Well, there's no way for it to like no. I just yeah, meant I that like it feels like in roll twenty there's a lot of ones and a lot of twenties. That's how it felt when I used it before. I mean, no one ever trusts computer. I, I know, think. that's my I hate the machine. That's just human. So anyway. Yeah, then this guy goes up and he's going to take two swings at a... Whoa, uh, uh, we're skipping Greg. me? I, okay, I got it. Did I skip you? Um, you just scrolled down. You're right. Yep, your turn. My turn. I'm going to play my flute, you fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not actually going to do anything. You're just actually playing the flute. Uh, Let's see. Does anyone want to be... Tor, you're pretty, you're pretty powerful. 
Yeah. You can have you can have um, Bardic Inspiration, so I'll use a bonus action just to give him Bardic, inspira- Bardic Inspiration. Uh, let me just mark it off that I used one. What does it do? After he rolls, he may add a d6 to his roll. So that's for damage or rolling to hit. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, they actually made Bards good. And that's after I know the result. Yeah, after you know the result, you may choose to that's, use Bard. How many do you have those right now? Um, okay. Four. My Charisma modifier plus one. That's really good. And they reset every time I get a long rest. Does that count as your uh, your action, or does that count as? I, it's a bonus action, I believe. Oh, is it a bonus? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So currently used one. Okay. And then I will again vicious mockery this uh, now purple gent. Okay. So. I get a will save against that, which I fail. Right. I did get a will yeah. save. Yeah. You want me to roll to hit it first, yeah. or you know, you're just gonna let it go. <laughs> Do you roll to hit? I thought I did. Oh yeah. Well, is it a yeah. Spell touch attack or no, well, he like rolls to it? he rolls to make sure his spell goes off, right? I have the book open. Let me scroll to the spell. Stop cheating, Leo. We don't know if I'm cheating yet. Not confirmed. <laughs> Vicious mockery. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a target creature you can see within range. Uh, no, it just says if it can hear you. Okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah, most spells that don't deal damage, you don't... It does deal damage. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was cantrip damage, so... Yeah, Yeah, so, uh, no, I failed my save, so that means that a purple guy there gets disadvantaged on their attacks, right? Indeed he does, and he takes... And takes 1d6. D4. 3 psychic damage. Do you want to say what you whispered into uh, into his head? Um, He hears the subtle mockery that uh, he's even uglier than his friend without a face. He's even uglier than the recently deceased person he was eating dinner with without a face. <laughs> this was a real, like, a romantic... There's, like, a candle on the table, and just, like, this dragonborn just barged in, and the warlock starts shooting yeah, romantic off. when they were already armed to fight. They didn't have to draw weapons. They were standing there with weapons drawn. Now, hold on. We never heard what kind of weapons. It could have been a fork in the knife. Did you ever see Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I'm pretty sure that's romance. <laughs> Dude, so the lady did hit me with a fork or a knife for, for five damage. Uh, you know, shoving food down your throat. The guy dressed in black is going to take two attacks. At, oh, so there's disadvantage. i got to roll twice here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does a... You're, you're going against 13, so... Okay, so first one's going to hit... They're both going to hit. Okay, so we're going to have two attacks here that hit. How many hit points do you have left? I've had. So you're going to take seven damage okay. from, both, from the total okay. attacks. So we just got to end this next turn before it hits me again. So then Agra is up. Get the fuck out of my way, you insolent fools. How have we proved to be insolent? You know what? That's exactly what, what I meant. That hit right there. Are you standing on top of her? It's my kill. It's my kill stall. <laughs> Someone who won't be named. Yeah, dick. Alright, now blast this guy with Hellfire 2. Aha, uh, 18 hits. Yes? You do not? 18 does hit, yep. 4 damage, yeah. 4 damage. He's he's looking like uh, he's looking a little roughed up, but he still looks like he's got quite a bit of fight left in him. Is there a five foot step back in fifth edition? 
Mm-hmm. Isn't it called, like, Disengage or something like that? It is called Disengage. Well, what how does Disengage work? I think you just take it, and then you get a five-foot step. Yeah, basically you... Oh, Disengage. If you take the Disengage action, your movement doesn't provoke attack of opportunities for the rest of the turn. I'm going to hit him and then Disengage. Okay. 16 will hit. Nine damage. Wow, big hit. Yep, I'm going to back up just like that. Okay, and uh, Foos, you are up. Alright. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's a crit, baby! That's a crit! I'm going to add a d6 to damage. Wait, how well, How long can he hold on to that d6 thing? It, it lasts until he wants to use it. I think it's like a couple hours, actually, he can hold it. Okay, you should hold on to it. I think you probably overkill. Hold on a second. Make sure... So you roll your damage twice, is what we did, I think, before. Make sure I'm not messing something. And then you add your modifiers to it. Ish. There's no way this is right. What's wrong? So, like, if you're using a longsword, a d8, you're going to roll 2d8. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, it's the 17. Okay, so you can hold the Bardic Inspiration for 10 minutes. Sorry, not hours. Okay. I think we will find something to use in 10 minutes. Yeah, you can use it for a check as well. Yeah, we'll just, I'll just hold on to it. 17 damage. Uh, yeah, uh, with another critical hit. This uh, this guy goes down, uh, sword through the throat. You killed uh, both guys. Not that anyone's keeping track. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure they're both clean kills. Battlefield Mercy. I'm going to conjure myself some good berries. Did you bring enough for everyone? Uh, well, I'm the one who took almost all the damage here. <laughs> okay, what does good berries do? Uh, it just, I conjure 10 berries, each berry heals for one hit point. They also make you, well, one berries also does make you feel full as fuck, so I feel really fucking full from food, but, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna make sure I get out the rolling thing. I think it just happens. So, you're in a fairly non-descript tower. I explained that there was the stairs that went up, but they sort of lead to nowhere. There is the, the pretty rug you see, the table that was set for dinner. There is a large crest uh, painted on a mirror on, on one of the walls, or on the walls, and it's the tower. Time and weather have caused the crest to fade, but it clearly depicts a two-headed golden hawk against a shield of purple and black. And I will take any history checks. Ooh, I got history checks. There we go. Let's see if I figure out how to do this. And when I ask for checks, if you guys want to argue like anything else you think might be appropriate also, by all means. That work? That'll do it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you realize that this is the crest of Vanamir and Lethian Goldenhawk, uh, the tower's original owners. You guys, uh, as I said earlier, that this tower used to be like a, a stronghold for the region and it protected against orcs and goblin raids, and uh, they were the owners of the tower back in the day. Let's rifle us some pockets, man. Let's see what these guys had on them. Well, have some respect for the dead. Uh, I don't got no respect for the dead. Those are corpses, and they don't need coin where they're going. So you, uh, you're going to loot that body? Loot that body. Come on. Loot <laughs> that body. Yeah, each one ha- has the mace that they were uh, hitting on Alex with, and there's uh, seven gold between the two of them. You can also find... Um, no, I guess that's it from their bodies, yeah. Hmm? I don't think that's it. I think that rug is hiding something. It just ties the room together so much. It's gotta be something under it. Yeah, there any other so there's no other obvious other exits. So you guys wanna do a perception check is what I'm hearing, I think? Yeah. 
Anyone who wants to make it, go for it, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Agra's just like, that rug right there is bullshit. I fucking knew it. When he moves the rug, there's a uh, there's a there's a trap door. Throws the rug through the roof. He's like, I hate stupid rug cliches. <laughs> is it a really nice rug? You said it was a nice rug. Yeah. Maybe we should keep it. Just roll it up, man. Just roll it up for later. Okay, can we roll it up and make sure that when we come back out, I'm taking the rug? Cool. Maybe we should take the banner too. It might come in handy later if we need to deceive people into thinking, you know, maybe we're. I mean, it's not going anywhere. The the crest, uh, it's not like really huge or anything. If you guys wanted to, you could actually take it. You, I don't think they have appraisal, but I'll just tell you, you don't think like you could sell it for anything. But oh, no, we can pretend that we're, you know, he is a charlatan. He might try to sell it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you you could actually. You can see there's a five by five trap door that uh, seems to uh, be set in the floor of the tower. Uh, Kildrick. Can you give good berries to other people? Yes, it uh, be my last cast for the day. Yeah. No. I can use it. No, it's better than... I'll do it. Hold on. Uh, how many hit points do you have? I have eight, and I'm currently at three. Okay, so I give him five berries. Each of them is one hit point. Sweet. I eat all the berries. And I have five berries left on me. Both of my spells for the, for the rest, so... I have no spells for the day. So, I mean, if you guys wanted to, you could take a short rest. Uh, yeah. I know in 4th edition they do short rest. <laughs> I think in 5th edition they but do. Spellcasting is long rest, though, right? Or short rest? I, I think it is wrong, long Maybe. rest. Spellcasting is long rest. Yeah, and then it takes yeah. time to prep it, right? Uh, Let's check. Maybe we should take the guys in the rain and at least have them inside the tower. So I'm going to read this real quick. A short rest is a period of downtime at least one hour long, during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, or tending to wounds. A character can spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest up to the character's match maximum number of hit dice. All right, all right, all right. Um, when you rest, you can regain hit points. Yeah, for each hit dice spent in this way, the player rolls the dice and adds the character's constitution modifier. The character regains hit points equal to the total. I, I can technically heal five more hit points, but you guys have to eat the hit points. So that's for another after battle thing. Leo has healing too. Well, Leo's like in battle healing. This is like yeah, I can I can cure wounds, but I'd rather do it in, in combat. Right. Yeah, mine is for the out of combat. Not like we're completely out. Yeah, we're we're fine. All right, we're good. I can still smack stuff. Open this shit. Okay, so uh, you open up the trap door, and anyone standing within the tower can see the flickering light, and you can hear faint voices rising up through uh, the hole. They're also, it's hard to explain, basically, the door was shut, but just inside the door rolled up is a rope ladder that it's not descended. Basically, you guys would drop it down if you wanted to. It, um, it's tied off to an iron spike just in the the entrance way of that trap door there, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, kind of, can we, how far down is it? You can see down. It looks like it's about fifty feet down, and you can, like I said, you can see there's light down there, and you can hear voices. We see. So, so fifty feet down. Is it like a shaft, or is it just like an avern? Uh, it, it's it's a little bit of both. It starts out as a shaft for about half the distance, about 20, okay. 20 feet down, and then it looks like it opens up. You can't quite tell without going down into what what it opens up as. 
But we don't see any people. Anymore. You do not see any people, but your your vision is very limited because of the shaft aspect. I have 60 feet of dark vision. Can I look down there and see to the bottom if it's 50 feet? Oh, yeah, you guys can see to the bottom. It's just that because of the shaft, you can't see. Like, we can only see in a cone. You can only see in Why a cone. Why am I getting the shaft here? Yeah. So, uh, Firos, you're, you're right above the door there. You're the one to open it. I'm sorry, not Firos. Uh, Elios? Yeah, I opened that shit. Will you give me a perception check for uh, to listen? Uh-oh. See what you can Uh-oh. hear. You hear drums, drums in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of the the thunder and the rain coming down from outside, you don't hear anything. Guys, there's no one down there at all. Uh, I'll do a double check because I don't believe a T plug. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit! You can clearly hear a conversation going on. So why are we keeping these dwarves alive? And someone else saying, "I don't know. Maybe they thought. Maybe Felix thought they'd be useful." Someone else says, "This place is pretty much collapsed. We might need them for digging." And someone else says, "That's racist." <laughs> uh. Well, I don't see many other options. I mean, we got to go down to claim our pale enchanted gold. Alright, screw you guys. I'm going first. No, you're not. Let, let the dragonborn first. go. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to go first. You going first, then? Yeah, I'll go first. You sure. All heavy armor is going to make the rope collapse, you sure? Let's go. Alright. What, mail? It's not that heavy. You're dropping the rope ladder down? Yep. So, when you drop the uh, rope ladder down, someone shouts up. They're like, hey, stay up there. You're supposed to be guarded. Uh, I, I point out, uh, you know, point out a house, fake voice. Okay, um, what are we going with, deception there? Yeah. Stick on your feet. <laughs> yeah, so I will say, hmm, <clears throat> uh, it's cold up here. Isn't it time to switch already? There's no switching. Come on. Stop being a baby. Stay up there. Don't, don't don't give me that shit. <laughs> give me a roll. Twenty three. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he believes that you're him. But you haven't persuaded him to switch, right? Okay. So, uh, do you want me to do a persuasion now? Now that he's deceived. I get. If you want, do you really want to switch with him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll come up the ladder. Well, and we'll I just, go ahead. Yeah. We'll yeah. like I'll fucking kick him off the ladder and let him plumb to his death or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, give me a... Uh, oh, my persuasion is... Uh, look, persuasion. look, if you come up here, you can have the leftovers. There's still a whole... Is there... What kind of food is on the table? There's, like, some chicken and some, like... There's greens. still a whole half a chicken up here. It's pretty good. Yeah, you were lying about that. He's persuading him to eat the chicken. Do I have advantage? <laughs> How hungry is he? You know what? I, I will give you advantage. Yeah, he's ahead, starving. 22. <laughs> It's like chicken. Oh, that guy was fucking hard tech. All right, I'm coming up. I want some of that fucking chicken anyway. So there's somebody climbing up. So so yeah, you see someone enter the uh, your vision, and they just start climbing up the ladder. They don't really look up at back you. Back up, I guess. Yeah, let's stand. Oh, stand away. Yeah, we just edges. lean back so he can't see us. You know, should we toss one of the bodies down on him so he falls to his death, <laughs> or should we pull him out of the hole and tie him up like we did the other guys? Yeah, I just okay. want to pull him out. Yeah, there's no reason to kill these people. Come on. <laughs> so they says the man who else. 
<laughs> Turns the corner, he's like, grab him! He's like, Eldritch Blast! Sorry, I was nervous. <laughs> I thought if I melted his mouth, he wouldn't speak. So uh, he, he climbs up, and he, he literally is so not pinched. He comes all the way out, and he's right there. Before he like realizes, he's like, oh, fuck. And then he, he goes to cry out. Um, I assume you guys are going to be right on him. Yeah. Give me athletics check. To, uh, you're just going to close line him who, to the Who wants here, to do that? So. Don't make it me. Probably the person who has strength scroll. I can do that. Athletics is a thing I can do. Uh, use uh, use the bardic yeah. roll. Plus six. Plus six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus one D6. I, I hope know. it's more than a one, buddy. Just yeah, just roll D6. Roll one D6. Not bad. Yeah, I'm going to say you get him, but not before he cries out pretty loud. Um, whether or not they heard down below, you guys aren't sure. And he's like, I'm going to cut your dick off. Let me go. I tell him if he makes another noise, he'll snap his neck. Yeah, he sees that he's pretty much outnumbered, and then all of his buddies are, you know, 50 feet below him, so he's sort of... <laughs> and the two bodies covered in blood. <laughs> he sort of relaxes. He looks really pissed off about it, but... What do you want? Why are you here? How many more down there? Should I should I try to deceive the rest of the dudes down there and just say, like... Well, we should we should find out if there's another way down first. Ooh. Yeah, I will just blast this guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Punch him! Okay. He's like, it's, it's, it's only me and, me, and, me and Bob. It's just us. Yes, natural 20. I think that sounds legit. <laughs> I'm going to assume that was an attack roll. But... Wait, was that for the Eldritch Blast? Yeah. All right, yeah, go ahead. Just throw your damage. <laughs> That's a crit. <laughs> oh, no one's stopping the Warlock. 12 damage. Is he still... 12 down by the Dragonborn, and you just walk up to him, and you just, like, you know, Hadouken right straight to his face, and there's just nothing left but a stump. Do you just coup de gras him? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, completely gone. Uh, he's just, dead. I'm just gonna look at Agra, and I'm very disappointed in him right now. We created these guys were evil, right? First, you guys wanted to burn down the tent, and not, like, oh my god. That was me. I don't think we ever reached that conclusion. More importantly, I was in the middle of asking some questions. Well, you can ask us something, Bobby. What are the guys down there? Uh, well, someone else come up here, but wait, can we said, not blow them up this time? He said it's only me and Bob, right? He said the guy's just get name. Bob. So, but we didn't get a chance to figure out if he's not. So just, <laughs> just, just pretend to be him. Ask for Bob to come up, and don't blow, don't blow up Bob this time. We're just gonna do this yes. all the time. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout down. Yo, Bob, you gotta come try this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you hear a voice. Uh, actually, give me, give me a perception check because they're not shouting to you. I can do it. I can. All of you can do it because I'm assuming that you guys are all crowded around the yeah. lab. You know your characters. Aren't it says it's rolling screen. a dice. Is it lagging? I I hit mine a couple times. It hasn't gone off. It yeah, might be it says um, just error fish in your roll. Please try again. Uh, you can just roll for me. Pulse 8 it. Oh, you got a natural 20. Here from now, like, who the fuck is Bob? And uh, <laughs> so there's like a conversation going on. <laughs> so there's at least two dudes down there because there's still a conversation going on. I'm doing a great job. And also, none of them are Bob. <laughs> wow, you guys did some great questions. So just, I'm going to tell Elias, uh, it's not Bob, but just say no. They got your, there's chicken leftovers. It's really good. Just tell him to come up here. Okay. Uh, Alright. Just just get out of here. The chicken's amazing. 
He said, with the oil of Olivier. We already ate. And uh, you can hear, now uh, you can't hear it even with uh, that, but you, there's definitely whispering going on. Um, can we just threaten them? If there's no other way up, can we say, come up here without your weapons, come up here without your weapons or we'll just burn the rope bridge. <laughs> Threat neutralize. We don't have to burn it, we can just cut it. Maybe we need that though to get the dwarven prisoners out. Well, the dwarves are down there still. So. Maybe they'll dig their way out. Ah, that's racist. It's... Hmm. What's another way we can convince them to come upstairs? Is there alcohol up here? There is oh. not alcohol. They were they were drinking a rainwater. Rainwater? What, they want dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> it's not how. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> Unless you shit in it first. <laughs> Um, I mean, I could try to make a deception check to convince him there's alcohol up here if you guys want to try Wait, that route. Hold on. So, Kil, uh, Kilgrand? Yeah? Horseman? Uh, do you have any idea if they're, like, what the odds are that there's another way into this cavern or whatever they're in? Um... Like, I don't know anything about cave formations. I don't know if that's, like, a dwarf thing. Stabby Stoneworks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a stonework or a history check again. Do a, D, D, do a D20 plus 3. The dice rolls isn't working right now. Oh yeah, it's not working. So. Um, so yeah, there probably was multiple ways down below back in the day. The fact that you guys have seen all the rubble outside and all the you know other parts of this place have been have collapsed over time, it's probably unlikely that you're going to find another way in. Uh, Kildred's just going to shake his head. And say, no, this is probably the only way down there. Wondering if we can just come clean and threaten them. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but they have hostages. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter how many hostages they have. If we're like, we'll just cut the rope and leave you here to die. Well, the bigger issue is it's the only other way we have is to just go down the rope. Like, we don't really have a... Like, we don't have a way to make an entrance that wouldn't result in them dealing with hostages anyway. Why don't we bring the rug down here? Bring the rug down. Pull the rug down, I'll be so confused. Sounds like a persuasion check to me. Let's do it. Well, pull the, pull the rope up first. So yeah, we pull the rope. We'll, we'll pull the rope bridge up. Okay, you guys Okay, so I'm going to shout down. You hear someone's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'll shout down. Okay, here's the deal, chaps. Um, we've neutralized all your friends up here. And seeing as this is the only way out, if you ever want to get out of that dirt hole, you're going to listen to me and do exactly as I say. Sound good? That's a persuasion. Uh, what's your? I'll roll for you. What's your persuasion? Plus five. Plus five. Ooh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Come on. You hear a, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, have fun down there. Do we have rope? <laughs> we have can rope. we? Can we like? <laughs> <laughs> Can we make them think we've already cut the bridge and just throw down a bunch of rope that looks like a rope bridge? <laughs> One of them shouts up. Um, I, just, I can't remember the fucker's name. I already said it. Um, the necromancer? The necromancer. Ah, uh, Falak. Yeah, he says, Falak's gonna fuck you up. Come on down here and get some. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it if he can't fly. <laughs> just close, close, close the lid. Just close the lid for a couple minutes. So I, I shut the lid. And I, I slam the lid down. So that they can hear it slamming. <laughs> well, time for that short rest. So they're down 50 feet. Yeah, so there's at least three of them. 
Pascal tanks. What if we use the prisoners outside and throw one down every hour? I mean, we could start with the ones that are already dead. <laughs> can, can someone create water and we'll just fill up the cavern? No, uh, that kind of defeats the point of the hostage rescue. How about in... Also, they might just swim out. How about in, like, five minutes we throw down one body? This is intimidation. One <laughs> of the dead ones, like right? any of these are going to work. <laughs> well, you know, that doesn't work because he's just resurrected. Fuck, never mind, I'll do that. Yeah, no, don't give him bodies. <laughs> <laughs> well, also... We have we your beautiful rug. Did we establish if there's actually a necromancer there? We don't know if he's actually a necromancer. It sounds like they're just working for this guy. Yeah. I think we just need to reiterate to them that they're in control of the situation and no one is coming for them. Yeah, I think we we wait an hour and then we, we see how they're feeling. So we'll take a short rest, I guess. Yeah, take a short rest. Okay, short rest. Um, do you guys need me to read that thing again? Or you guys get it? You can... I mean, yeah, you guys can spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest. I think we're all full uh, HP right now. Yeah, we don't even need that. Okay, uh, yeah, that's well, pretty much so, it, yeah. So yeah, you... The other thing we oh, can do is we can bring in one of the ones that's still alive and be like, hey, sign of good faith, we kept these three alive. We won't necessarily hurt anyone if they surrender. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a good idea. The other ones fought back. You want to go grab one of the dudes from outside? We might as well just drag them all in here at this point. Okay, let's drag all the dudes in here. They're probably wet and pissed off too. So, and it'll it's, it's going to help that we blew up their friends, so they know we're we mean business. Sure. Okay, so you guys go and drag these guys in. As you guys are out there, um, Sorg's Sorg's like, "What the fuck's going on, guys? Did you find my brothers? They're your brothers." All dwarves are brothers. Six, six, seven dwarves. Are you trying to fill a trope here? Es- Eskimo brothers. <laughs> We've got Balin and Dwalin. Oin, Gloin. Um, they're alive, but uh, we have a little problem. What's the problem? Uh, there's only one way down, and they're not coming up. The people that are holding them hostage. Well, what are you gonna do? We're paying you to save them. We will. We will. Uh, Just no. We're gonna negotiate. Just stay out of the rain here. We're gonna negotiate. We have someone there, so. I mean, he can come inside. You don't have to stand in the rain, yeah. dude. But keep your mouth shut. He he doesn't come inside, but he stands right outside the doorway. So it's like the rain's coming down on him, but he's just watching you. He's just smoking his. You, you can also go go in the tent if you don't want to see this. I like the rain. Uh. <laughs> Oh, we got a badass over here. Okay. All right. So, um, we showed a lot the our prisoners that they they clearly see the dead bodies, right? Especially, oh, yeah, especially the guys. one that doesn't have a head and the one only has half a face left, right? Oh yeah, they they're seeing. Okay. This. They 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 know what's they know the situation for them. Let's just uh, make sure they they know. I snap and point at one and say, "Hey, you, take off his gag. Bring him over here." Taking off one of these guys' gag. Okay. Okay. Listen up, champ, okay? We want your friends and you to be able to get out of here. Right now, if all goes well, we're going to exchange the dwarves you have, right, for you guys. So everyone's going to live. Everyone's going to be happy. But you see that, you know, man in the, the purple cloak right there, okay? You see those no more face heads people, okay? Yeah, yeah. He will melt your whole head off, literally, if you try any shenanigans whatsoever. Um, we're obviously not above that, as you can see by your, I don't know, acquaintances, at the very least, melted heads. So let's 
let's just keep this all smooth, moving along, and we can all be out of here. You know, you can probably have some of this chicken. Do you like chicken? Please. I love chicken. Please don't hurt me. And he, he's he's kind of shaking, and he's like, "All right, all right, all right. I got. I, here's what I'll do. Okay, uh, let me go down, and I'll I'll talk to them, and we'll we'll do a trade, and we'll send the prisoners out. Okay, we might send you down there, and but we'll see. But I'm glad that you're cooperating. That shows good good step forward. Here, I give him a little leg of chicken for Wait, his. Can uh, someone do? A, does anyone have cantrips that does like a light, like a just a light? I do. I have dancing lights. I'm going to whisper to uh, Alios. Bluff that your uh, dancing lights is like a bomb or something that he placed on him. Bomb spells and he placed on him. Oh, okay. I can do it 120 feet, too. So yeah, yeah. Put just, it on just, him. just fake it. Come on. These guys don't know anything about magic. Yeah, if we send him down there, I'll definitely no, put it on him. Sounds like it really work. Just tell him you cursed him or something. I know, but I'm saying, let's chat with them first. We might not even have to send him down there. I'd rather not send a dude down there. All right. Okay, let's uh, throw open this door here. What do we got? Say, hello down there. How you feeling? What do you want? This voice is like much gruffer and different. Uh, think of Batman in The Dark Knight. So, uh, we have Rachel. Who are we talking to? My name's Stonebreaker. Stonebreaker. Strong name. Good name. Your mom named you that? I'm going to name your mom. In blood. <laughs> that doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> I can see why they didn't call you a quick thinker. Okay. So, here's the deal. We've got some of your friends up here. And we've been having a little chat over some chicken. Chicken's delicious, by the way. We'd like you guys to be able to leave here completely safe and sound. We'd also like the dwarves that you uh, have down there to, to be able to leave with us. Um, we think that's pretty fair. And... Uh, so uh, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on the matter? We're not going anywhere. Hmm. That's a little rough. Um, Champ, guy I uh, was talking to you before. What's your name? Philip. Philip. So Stone Crusher? Stone. Stone Crusher. <laughs> Whatever your name is. Um, we got Philip up here. Do you know Philip? Philip's my nephew. Oh, well. Um, Philip. Can you, uh, you know, tell Stonebreaker how nice we are and how we should probably work together? Philip's like, uh, please just do what they want. They melted off Fred's face. And uh, Stonebreaker's like, you can kill Philip. I never liked him anyway. Philip, you're not really convincing them at all. <laughs> um, that's not good for you. Let's let's try this again. Stone. Big Stone Mamma Gemma. I can't remember the last part of your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Breaker. Got it. Now, you know you'll starve to death down there. You know that, right? <laughs> that wasn't an answer. <laughs> Why don't you come on down here and talk to me face to face? Hmm. Yeah. Um. Maybe. We'll put that in the the maybe column of actionable items. But let's talk about this, Mr. Stonebreaker. You work for, what's, it, what's the necromancer's name again? Felix. Felix. You work for Felix, right? Yes. Pretty sure Felix doesn't give a shit if you're alive or dead. You work for him anyway. In fact, he doesn't even have to pay you or feed you if you're dead. Seems like a win for him. Um, if we just left, you'd be pretty fucked. You're the ones who are fucked. 
Really? Uh, walk me through your logic there. Come on down here and I'll show you. That That's not <laughs> make any sense. Not on the table. Uh, I mean, here are the options. We could force the issue, throw Philip down the fucking hole, get the next hostage to start talking, see if Stonebreaker has a little chink in his armor, maybe. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> okay. Step two. We can uh, try and deceive Stonebreaker and tell him that this has all been some sort of test from the big pop upstairs, because he doesn't seem that smart. <laughs> um, or... I feel like that's still going to result in him saying to go down the ladder. <laughs> maybe. He's pretty insistent on that part. I mean, if I dancing lights him, and we could see down there, we could probably just Eldritch Blast him from up here. Yeah, he would have to stand there for a while. I mean, if I put lights down there, I wonder how... I mean, it's lit down there, we just can't it see is, It is lit They're down just there, not yeah. standing where you can see them. Hmm. Maybe Blake could just climb down the ladder far enough where he could see them, and just Eldritch Blast from... <sighs> can't be that big a cavern down there. That's a good way to get shot. Yeah... Well, did this guy who came up had a crossbow, right? He had a light crossbow and a scimitar. Not light crossbows are that rare, so... So we killed six dudes. Originally, they said there were about eight to ten dudes. So what, we can count on bearing two to four dudes down there? Right, but we all got that one by one. That's kind of bad. Yeah, that's kind of the part. Mm, it is. <sighs> Does anyone have an actual bomb? We can put <laughs> a bomb and fill it. That might kill the doors. Mm, it's true. Uh. So, what do we want to do? Philip sort of raises his hand a little bit, a little bit timidly. Ah, uh, Philip, I like your enthusiasm. Uh, it's not a small cavern down there. It's it's a whole the whole base of the tower. It's uh, it, it expands. How big we talking, Philip? Uh, well, I only saw the first room, but it's it's like sixty by sixty, um, and there's hallways down that Phallic went. You know, I didn't go any further. Phallic is down there right now. Oh yeah, Phallic's here. Fuck it, I say we leave them all to die. I mean, probably another way out. They just have to find mm. it. Um. Also, are dressed in the skins of our enemies. <laughs> I can use the disguise kit. I can make myself look like Philip. <laughs> With his skin. Philip just starts to cry. Philip, you're such a bitch. <laughs> look, I don't really... It doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth to kill Philip. He's he's kind of a sissy. Are your other friends tougher than you, Philip? <laughs> Maybe one of them will spit on me and I'll feel vindicated. Well, judging from the name of this guy, isn't the captor or the guy down there, or whatever, but also a dwarf. Is that a Darwin last name? Stonebreaker? Uh, I mean, it could be. Um, I want to say he didn't have a dwarvish accent. He, did, he, didn't, he didn't speak of any, like, sharp constants or anything, right? No, okay, yeah. Okay, so he's probably not Darwin then. You don't think he's Dwarven. Honestly, uh, guys, we jumped out of the rope and we saved the world. Or 200 gold, whatever. Jump down the rope. Yeah, you know, you jump on the rope and you go all the way down. But you saw the chicken is grease. Yeah, I mean, if you guys wanted to slide down the rope, that would be an acrobatics or an athletics. Check. Um, Philip, how much? How much? What are they looking at in terms of? What are they looking at in terms of supplies down there? Do you mean 
like food? Yeah, like food. Can't eat fucking swords. I mean, we we, we came here. Uh, the dwarves had a lot of stuff when we got here. I mean, we took all that, and we were we were planning to be here for a while. So, uh, you're not gonna starve them out anytime soon. Mm, okay. Well, that sucks. Um. Hmm. What do we want to do? Well, gentlemen. I guess maybe we gotta go with a a, a bluff and then go down there. Maybe at least just bluff it so we can get onto the floor, and then... How about this? How about we... You just... You disguise as Philip. And... Say that, no, most of us left, and Philip managed to escape. No, we'll say we're sending sending down Philip to talk to you, and then one of us can go down there disguised. So, okay, so it'll be two of us down there. What do you mean? We're sending down Philip... No, we'll send out someone disguised as Philip and say we're sending down Philip. Okay. But we could disguise one each as one of these three dudes. Uh, how much disguise kit do you have? I have two disguise kits and two costumes. Got a tiefling and a dragonborn. And a dwarf. A tiefling can probably hide his tail and has like things with Calabra makeup. So we'll probably have to send down Elios and uh. Agra. And then me and me and Fuso have to come rushing down right. as fast as possible. Here's the thing. Wondering how fast I can get down the rope. Basically, the rope's 50 feet, so like, if, if we were in combat, you guys could use two movements to get all the way to the floor. If you guys, whoever is the first one going, um, I would give them surprise. I mean, they're probably watching the rope at this point, because everything is going on, but you would still well, the catch not, them off the guard. The rope is not down there. We have to re-roll down the rope. Yeah, when you drop it, they'll know something's going on. So they are going to be aware of you. Um, Like I said, if you wanted to go down it quicker, like like you want to try to slide down it or something, we would do a check for that. Um, But I would would let you get all the way to the bottom in one movement. Maybe we could do like a ready action type of dealie. I'm thinking that I start to go down, and then I'd do a check to actually get down there in one round. And then... And yeah, and then everybody else can just get down there while I try and like hold them off. I mean, but maybe we could throw them off a little bit by saying we're sending Philip down, and then you could go down. So at least when they see someone coming down, yeah, we they might not, they might not jump on. Can we send Agra down because he's the most cute? Well, he is the only human here because you can disguise him easier, right? I'll disguise him, and then you chase him down right after. Okay. I, I will say this for you guys trying to disguise. It's. It's going to be a little bit more moderate to hard end because it, Philip is his nephew. So why don't we pick someone else? We'll pick one of these other fucks. Okay. Just throwing that up. Okay, so which one of these... Is there any... So we'll pick the other one that looks more like Agra. Yeah. What's okay. some, who looks most like Agra out of our three prisoners? Green, well, blue, red. I'm not sure exactly what... What does is, what is Agra look like? <laughs> Agra. I, I don't know. I didn't get to that part. <laughs> he is a nondescript man. All right, so Agra looks a lot like Fabio, and so does number <laughs> Mr. Blue here looks a lot like Fabio. I got the whole thing going on. So I'm going to I take off Blue Guy's gag. Blue Guy, name, now. Patrick. Is that your real name, Patrick? Yes. And uh, you can see Philip behind him just shaking his head like... <laughs> I'm going to do an inside check. <laughs> Okay. Uh, roll for me because I think it's broken. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your? Uh, you can tell that uh, Patrick is not his name. Okay. Uh, I take out one of my daggers. Okay. You got a dagger out. 
Yeah, I get a dagger out. I plunge it into his hand. I take it out and say, Patrick, that wasn't nice, Patrick. What's your real fucking it's, name, Patrick? It's, it's, it's Ilios. <laughs> we got a fucking smartass here. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's Gura. Alex, you want to do another insight? <laughs> yeah, I'll do another insight again. Uh, you believe him? Okay, I believe him. The Dorbin nod. Okay, everyone just roll insight because we can do it for free. <laughs> I think it's fine. Okay, so it's Guruth? Gura. Okay, Gura. 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 What are you, Agra? You're Gura. Okay? So I'm going to use my disguise kit. God damn it. How do I get involved in this? For being the only human? Don't worry about it. It's a good bet. This is pretty racist. Would this be a deception? Or would this be a performance? Um, They're the same modifier for me, so... Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. You can argue... You can argue either, really. I think deception makes more sense for using the kit. Yeah, I think so. And then Blake would have to do, like, performance or some shit, or deception to, like, fake it. I mean, I don't think we're going to get that far. Yeah. This is basically get one person down the ladder, and then I'm going to... And then I'm going to immediately go down. Do you have some... Have you been... Have you have, like, actual spells you hold onto right now? Yep. Do you have anything that can just, like... Do you have, like, some real shit you can unleash? Uh, yeah, I've got burning hands, 15 foot cone if there's lots of Okay, yeah, that's good. Have... That's good. Yeah. We need some. We need some. Oh, Blake, I have fire resistance, so next time you can just let it rip on the, <laughs> the burning hand. Actually, I do too, so. What the fuck, you guys? I could have done a whole bunch more damage. <laughs> that's fine, we're just future reference. I mean, I still don't want to get hit by it. Okay. Can you roll for me? It's plus five. Plus five. Okay, so you, you know, he already looks a lot like Agra, so, or, yeah. So you, uh, you make a, what seems like a pretty convincing disguise going on here. He'll take his clothes, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'm assuming, yeah, you've taken his clothes, and you've sort of, uh, you've slung his, uh, his, his uh, crossbow over your shoulder. And then I will Bardic Inspiration Tour, just in case you need a little extra help down the, the, uh, the, uh, the rope ladder. A bad idea. Don't want you to break your neck falling down. And then uh, we'll say, I'll say Stonebreaker. <laughs> We're sending uh, Guru, right? Gura. We're sending Gura down. Okay, you guys are gonna talk it out. Okay, we wanna we wanna try and end this peacefully. Why don't you come down and talk it out? And that might that might be what happens, but you know we're gonna we're gonna try and do this the the, the touchy feely way first. Agro Blake, you're going down the hole. Oh God! Rip in peace, dude. It's all right. It's suited. So like once you're like halfway down, I'm gonna like start going down. I'm gonna like try and stay out of their vision. All right, don't fucking fall on me. Well, once you get out, just immediately move to the side of the ladder. Leo, what's your dex? Me? No, Leo. My dex is plus two. Plus two. So you, yeah, I don't think any of us can really do the check. I'm going to read you guys the description of the room that uh, Blake is going to see here. The hole breaks through the ceiling of a 60-foot square dusty room with four large pillars. Directly beneath the hole is a mound of rubble. Two braziers illuminate the area. A heap of supplies and several piles of skulls are on the chamber floor. The walls are adorned with half half-finished mirrors depicting a great battle. A rickety 10-foot-high wooden scaffolding clings to the north and south walls directly below these mirrors. 
Upon the floor scaffolding stand several leather-clad figures with yellow skulls painted on their faces, as well as a device that looks like a rusty iron jaw stained with blood. The map should change. Um, if you guys scroll down, you should see a, a chamber, hopefully. Ew, archers on scaffolding. Not fun. You make it all the way to the bottom. The, the four-foot square that you're in there, you guys can sort of see there's a little bit of rubble. Hopefully, that'll count as a rough terrain. There are the braziers. Uh, I said there was multiple exits leaving the room, but there's not. You guys can see right there, there's a door I just made visible. You can see there's the archers, and then there's, looks like a big guy with an axe who's standing there. Blake makes it to the bottom. Are you coming right behind him, Tony? Uh, I'd like to be about, like, halfway down when he gets... So, like, when his feet touch the floor, are you coming down, or are you... Are you well, waiting to how see far? How far down can he go on the rope ladder without being seen? Because you said there's like a chute at first, right? He can go down about, uh, I think I said 20 feet. So there's about 30 feet yeah. once he hits the chamber. That's about what I want to do. I want to go as far enough okay. so that if I need to slide down, I don't have to slide any further than I have to. Alex, should we be behind him after that too? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So uh, Blake, you hit the chamber floor. What do you want to do? So tempting to get this guy, but. It's his cousin, right? Or some shit? No, we didn't do Philip. We did Guru, who's like some, some just dude. One of the other random asses. Mm. I mean, I would just get out from underneath the rope. I'm going to go over to this pink guy. I'm going to give him a big hug. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. So, that's Stonebreaker, I guess? <laughs> that is Stonebreaker. And as you walk towards him, he's like... You're fucking dead, and you guys can all hear that. <laughs> all right, I'm sliding down. <laughs> so wait, how close does he get while he before he says you're fucking dead? I mean, there's only there's literally a five foot square there, and the one he moved into. So whichever square you want to be in, either way, <laughs> I'll get you out of the rough terrain, though. I mean, wouldn't he at least want to be in this box? That's up to Blake. <laughs> what? Instead of being here, you could be here. Yeah, but I can't hug him from there. <laughs> yeah, but he just said you're fucking dead. But I can't <laughs> okay, so what I want from uh, Tony uh, Foos, uh, either an acrobatics or an athletics check. Athletics. Does that show up for everybody? That's a 20. That showed up, yeah. Okay. So um, basically, I don't know, however you want to describe it, you basically grab on, grab on with your claws. Uh, describe it as... Duh, 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 duh. Straight down, one solid, perfect slide. So I guess I want to roll initiatives. Let's do initiatives. Go ahead and try to roll, guys. If not, I'll roll them up for you guys. Should I try to acrobatics down with a dex of two plus two? I'm going to get dice so you don't have to roll for me. One sec. I think it works again right now. Fucking eight after that awesome entrance. So hopefully none of you guys need to land on me. I'm not being a check. I'm just going to take both two move actions to get down. Hopefully Blake doesn't get fucking... Thieved? Before everybody gets into the room. Uh, I got an 11. Yeah, 17. <laughs> well, that's good at least. <laughs> at least you get to go before the guy who's trying to fucking kill you. I'm going to run hug you instead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With burning, with burning hands. You can at least, yeah, like, fill his mind with madness or something. <laughs> There's a big ol' hug from Uncle Cthulhu. I had an 11. There you go. Wait, the rolls are working again? Yeah. The rolls are, I think. 
Mine are. Yeah, you can select it for that. What was yours, Alex? I never caught that. Or I can roll. No. All right. Do you get any? Well, do you get any bonuses to yours? I don't get any, so. So you got another net twenty. Nice. I don't have my token, and also I need Tony. You, uh, your to you and Elios are still on top of the ladder, so I haven't brought you. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, yep. In that case, I'm going since I go first. I'm going to spend both my actions just going down. You just go straight down. Okay. I'm gonna be right. So... I'm assuming. Yeah. So that's my entire turn. I guess I'll. I guess I'll buff my staff with Shell even. That's a bonus action. And that's it. Agra. There we go. All right. Uh, so I'm hugging this dude, right? You you were you were trying to hug him. And okay. Yeah, he looks like he's sort of not into it. All right. Well, I'll just blast him with an Eldritch thing then. Can do Eldritch blast? Is that? Yeah. You're gonna want to disengage. You get the five feet. Uh, I think I'm fine here. Uh, okay. <laughs> I hope he melts his face. <laughs> Nineteen, not bad. Nineteen. So, so does does Eldritch Blast provoke an attack of opportunity? No, even though it's a spell that reaches out to one twenty, it's not a ranged spell. So I can I can even do do a touch. Perfect. All right. So yeah, nineteen. Warlocks are martially trained uh, mages. Okay. Okay. Nineteen will hit him. Alright, let's do the damage. Come on, damage. Wow. Yeah. Do you have your charisma? Do I add that to my damage? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, It'll say it on the spell if it's there. It seems like it would. Hold on, check. So, yeah. You just blast him straight in the chest and he's going, and he's like, he sort of. You know, shakes a little bit, but uh, he looks like he's gonna kick your butt here. <laughs> and it is his turn. So he's gonna swing at you twice with his uh, his uh, battle axe here. Okay, yeah, uh, you got hit twice, so you're gonna take eight damage. How many hit points do you I have? I have nine, and I'm gonna cast this uh, reactive spell. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's hella creepy. He gets. Yeah, when I get hit by a visible enemy, it's CP, yeah, so, okay. Let's make a dexterity save against, I don't know, I guess it's 10 plus their base. Well, he rolled a 2, so I'm going to say he fails. Okay, um, that does 2d10 damage to him. 2d10. He has think I can't hear on the bear, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he did okay. hit you first. Okay, so yeah, he strikes you with his axe, and you just sort of shoot fire out, I don't know, out of your nostrils at him? Something like that. But now my heart is broken, he didn't give me a hug. Next, uh, the bandits up on the scaffolding, uh, they see this dragon board just slide down Indiana Jones style, and they all point their crossbows at him. And you're going to get three shots at you all at once here. Let's see. What's your AC? Uh, double check here. First one's going to miss. Uh, 16. Second one is going to hit. And the second one, or the third one is going to hit. Four damage from the first shot, and six damage from the second shot. That is all three of my archers. That leaves me at three. And then it's Elios' turn. 
Can I acrobatics down in one and still cast? Yes, you can. If uh, you pass your check. Uh, what happens if I fail? <laughs> if you fail, you're going to fall. Probably going to land Ooh. on me. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck it. We'll, we'll try an acrobatics down. Whatever. Um, ten if I don't have advantage. So, here's what sort of happens. You, you slide down the rope about halfway. Um, so you're hanging uh, about 25 feet in the air. And your legs sort of catch. And you don't fall... But you're dangling upside down, so you can shoot your spell off if you want. You're just doing it upside down, dangling from the rope. Sounds good to me. I will <laughs> cast cure light, um, cure wounds. I guess. Okay. Uh, who who do you want to hit? Should I hit Blake or should I hit? I guess I'm gonna hit Blake. Sorry, Tor. Does it have a range? Um, let me check. Uh, maybe, maybe. Level one spells. Cure wounds, one action. Didn't fill in the area of effect. Yeah. Great job, me. Range touch. Is it a range touch? Yep. I think it's 30 feet, but no, it's range what is health? It's range touch. Because then the rest of your action try and go down, I guess. Yeah, you could use your other movement to go all the way down, but then you won't be able to cast the spell. Um, I'd probably rather just cast the spell that makes his makes him have um the fail thing. Oh, vicious. Did I save against that? You can't save. It's a wisdom. Nope, I failed that. Sweet. He has disadvantage, and here's your damage. Eat it. <laughs> For one psychic damage. One damage, okay, yeah. Tangled behind the eyes. You make fun of his name, and he's like, he's heard it before. He's okay with that. Foos. All right, so archers are all on scaffolding? They are on scaffolding, which is 10 feet up. Fucking take out the scaffolding. Didn't you say it was rickety? Oh, you had dragon's breath? Yeah, I do have dragon's breath. Are the, are the pillars pillars cover? Like, are they going all the way up the room? They are going all the way up the road. Right. Um, yeah, you can use them for cover. Okay. They run here, and then okay. use Dragon's Breath on uh, that guy. So, Dragon's Breath, does he get a save or anything? A reflex? Or anything? Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me double check it. I don't think you said what color dragon you I'm are. I'm gold. It's gold. fire. Yeah, it's fire. It's a, it's a cone of fire. Um, That's true. Next time I should have you guys read your backs, your character backstory. Oh, I'm already. So, deck save, uh, 13. Uh, fail. <laughs> Didn't write down the damage, though. <laughs> it's probably pretty loud. It's conal. The real question is, how rickety is these scaffolding? So, is it lighted up on fire? You said they were made of wood, and I thought you said they were rickety. I said, yes, I did say they were rickety and wood. We'll see how much damage he's going to deal here. 36. Wow. That's pretty good. I mean, it's once per day. Per long rest, right? Well, yeah. Yes. That's per day to me. Seven damage. All right, so... Seven damage, and yes, the scaffolding does catch on fire. And um, it like this is an old, dusty room, and it just instantly just, you know, it's like Tinder just starts blazing up. So, kill Drake. All right, let's see. There's two more archers on the other scaffold. Let's see if the spell comes the wrong second. No, this is way too minor. Okay. Um, so the scaffolding, is it just rope or what is it? The scaffolding? It's, it's like wooden. Okay, and it looks, it looks rickety. Oh yeah, it's rickety, very old. I'm going to smack it with my, uh, core staff and one of the supporting beams. Okay. Uh. Which, uh, go and move your guy, whichever scaffolding. Uh, the one with two people. Oh, uh, I'll do it on the, I'll do it on this one then. Hitting an, an I'm hitting an object, not him. 
Yeah, so I kind of, I don't know, uh, I guess feet, feet of strength, you're trying to break it, you're trying to knock it. So give me a strength check or an athletics check. Hmm. Let's try that. I will give you a strength check. That's the best I can do. That's no good. Three, no. So you, you smack it, and the whole thing shakes a little bit, and he looks at you, and he's just like, stop that, don't do that. <laughs> but nothing seems to fall. Uh, all of them, they all have crossbows, and they all fired, right? Yeah. Right, so they have to win. They're going to all have to reload, so. Do they do that shit in 5th edition, Yeah, too? of course they do. <laughs> so why not give them bows? <laughs> because we want to live! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, so you moved, you struck that. Um, do you want to do anything, a minor or anything? Um, there's nothing else I can do, unfortunately, right now. Okay. Agra? Oh, it's my turn again? Yeah. Yes, sir. Alright, I think I'm gonna... What is that? Um, disengage. Disengage, yes. Perfect word. And can I climb up back up the rope? Sure can. Yeah. What? See ya, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did play his part. <laughs> I start climbing up out of rain. So, uh, I guess if you want to use your whole turn, you can make it right, basically out of sight. If you yeah, want. that's what I'd like to do. I'm tangled in the rope. How is he getting up past me? <laughs> that is true. About halfway up, uh, Elios is in your way. Do you want to knock him off or anything? Uh, I'll use him as a hand or something. I mean, you could help him get out of the rope. <laughs> I can heal you next turn. I'll, I'm going to get out and then heal you, so that's pretty much what my turn's going to be. <laughs> oh, okay. Some Cirque du Soleil shit. If I knock you free, will you take damage? <laughs> Don't just knock me free. You can untangle me. Let, me. let me rephrase that. If I if I let him down and just drop him, well, does he have enough HP to survive? <laughs> Um, like, how how close points? do I get to killing Leo? <laughs> well, well, do you really only have eight hit points, Leo? Yeah, I have a D8, and I get maximum. He could, in theory, die. <laughs> it's 1D6 per 10 feet. It is per 10 How far up is he? 25 feet up. All right, you know what? I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to be a nice guy, and I'm going to help untangle you. If I die, it's okay. on me, though. Yeah, yeah um, you don't have to roll for that. Between the two of you, you guys can figure out a roll ladder. Yeah. All right, so then Stonebreaker, he moves. He moves right here. He turns and he oh, no. does a strength check, no. and he kicks this brazier over at Killdrake. And I'm gonna have you give me a, a reflex or a dexterity check to uh, okay. avoid out of the way. Fire goes on scaffolding. Oh, yeah. So add your dexterity. I have no dexterity to add. Oh no! All right, okay. So you're gonna take five fire damage. You don't catch on fire from this. Uh, the scaffolding behind you does catch on fire. Okay. That's a plus. Yeah, that's a plus. Uh, free action. Nice job, Stone Idiot. <laughs> okay, after Stone Idiot goes archers, and they all reload because I forgot about crossbows. That's the one that's on fire. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, fire damage here. Um, he's going to take fire. He dies. Uh, the green one actually yeah. He was hurt enough. He's on fire and the scaffolding collapses, so... Good yes. folks. The, the one over there, the red one, um, he doesn't take any damage yet, but the, the fire spreads along the scaffolding, and he looks much more nervous about it. He kind of is upset. I'm actually going to move him a little bit. He's going to run away from the fire. Yeah. 
Then it's going to be Elios, who is untangled and on the ropes. I'm going I'm on the ropes. I'm going to heal Blake with my care wounds. Okay. Four hit points. Thank you, man. That's natural one. Do you want to uh, Do you want to move at all? How far can I move? You can make it all the way to the floor if you want. You can pick any square. Adjacent the to the ladder. There I am. I'm actually on the floor now, though. All right. Foos. I'm going to switch to my bow and uh, shoot at the blue one. Okay. Yeah. Stay behind cover. That'll hit. Oh, I didn't put in the damage. Probably D8. If it's the same as it was, it's a D8. It is a D8. Three. There we go. Ain't no two rivers long, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> Alright, so you shot him with your bow. Did you want to do anything else? <laughs> it was on fucking one, too. No, that's... I think that's all I can do. I'm gonna stay behind cover. Okay, uh, Alex, you were up. Alright. Kill Drake. Um, how unstable is the thing now? Uh, between you hitting it and the fire, um, it's pretty unstable. You're pretty sure with a decent strike, you could you could hit it. You do an attack roll, or do you want me to use a strength check again? Still want to do the strength check. It's going to be easier this time, though. Sixteen. Yeah, oh yeah, you smack that. The whole thing comes tumbling down. That archer is going to take some damage, and he may get pinned underneath some. Rope. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, natural one. Yeah, so uh, uh, some timbers and uh, beams fall on him, and he just falls to the ground there, and uh, he's going to lose his next turn, I'll say. He's pinned, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yo, Alex, move out of the way of the brazier. Move out of the way of the brazier. I will. I'm thinking what which path I want to take. The rubble is all burning right here, right? All these squares where this scaffolding is. I'll go one, two, three, four. I'll go like that. We have Agra, who is, uh, you're halfway up the, the rope ladder right now. Fantastic. I'm going to finish climbing the ladder. <laughs> so you go all the way to the top? Yep. At least Eldrith blast first. Uh, I don't think I can do that while climbing a rope. Well, I would let you do it, sure, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I guess that's what I'm going to do. Who are you shooting at? Hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot this at my good buddy, Haxer. Okay. 17, is that him? 17 will hit, yes. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. He is taking a decent amount of damage now. And then you want to move back to the top of the, the ladder? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you get to the top of the ladder, there's a little bit of chicken left over, there's still three guys tied up, and it's pretty comfy up here. I, I guess I'll start eating some of that chicken then. Yeah. So, uh, Stonebreaker is up. He's gonna go around the rubble. He's gonna take a swing at Elios here. Does a 12 hit your armor class? Does not. No, no, this he's, is on Leo. He's punching me, and it does. does. It does. It's, right. it's, wait, do I get my dex bonus? Whatever your armor class Armor is. class? What, what armor are you wearing? Light. Yeah, you get your so bonus. it's 11, and then well, how much is your dex? Plus 2. So you get 13. Sweet. So he doesn't hit you. You uh, dexterity out of the way. All right, now, let's see. Um... One archer is dead, and the other archer is pinned, and the last one's going to take a shot at Foos for uh, shooting at him. I have cover. You do have cover. I'm going to give you give you plus what? Plus four. So does a does a fourteen hit you? No. Yeah. All right. So the arrow bounces off the pillar there, um, and then we're down to Elios. Alex, you moved too close to me. Now I can't blast him into the wall with all the fire. You should have told me where to go then. You didn't. How do I want to do this? Definitely going to disengage. So I'll disengage and 
run away like a pansy. And then I will cast my other cure on Tony. Okay. Yeah, there's seven. All right. So then we're going to Foos. Well, since I'm healed... Wait, if this guy's trapped under burning rubble, is he taking damage, Mr. Red? Mr. Red, uh, the rubble that he is under isn't burning yet, so he's oh, okay. not taking damage yet. He, he's, it looks like he's probably going to get out on his next turn. All right, well, since now that I'm healed up, I'm going to run out here. Show me where you're running, please. How I'm getting there? Uh, no, I'm at uh, your path. I need to see right, your path right I mean, now. I'm trying to... If you just move him one square at a time. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. Then I'll attack with my uh, longsword. That'll hit. Tor, remember, you still have your uh, bardic if you want to boost at any time. Oh, yeah. For my... I can add that to damage, right? No. Oh, I can't. Only checks, okay. AC, or attack. Gotcha. I can add it to my AC? Yeah. What? That's pretty cool. I probably would have used that when I got shot twice. <laughs> You can only use it for one of the attacks, no, but... bro. <laughs> so earlier, Alex ran by mm-hmm. uh, this chain that you guys hear, this blood-soaked uh, chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks sort of like a bear trap, and it animates, and it begins to move, and um, it's going to try to grab onto him. What the fuck, man? And it's going to snap at you, but uh, you sort of kick your feet out from under it in surprise, and it doesn't grab you. Don't get bit by that, guys. So then we go to the top, and it's your turn. Kill Drake. I have a disengage from the trapper as an actual object or not. It, treat it like a creature that's attacking you, yeah. I lied to her. I double-checked. You can't use it for AC. Yeah, I'm thinking how I want to do this. Snapped and closed the trap and it opened back up like a mouth? Yes. What the fuck is my arcana doing right now? Eating chicken upstairs? I don't know what you're talking about, but goddamn, it's delicious. Treat it like a creature. Uh, I'm gonna smack at it. Okay. I do have a magic weapon, so he doesn't get any, uh, he doesn't get any reduction against me, so. Okay. Reduction does not hit. I don't think. Uh, that does not hit. Alright. Um, I'm gonna disengage on back to back with, uh, Foos. Foos. Okay. So then, Agra, upstairs, got a mouthful of chicken. You hear, uh, some. Some like iron snapping going on down below. Uh, those three guys are still up there, right? Yep. I want to feed them some chicken too. Okay. <laughs> Is that all you want to do? You just want to feed them? I want to feed them the dwarf guy outside. Okay. Yeah, he actually appreciated it. He kind of felt a little hurt that no one offered him any earlier. That's a pretty cool guy. He's been going through some tough stuff. So then Stonebreaker is going to take a swing at Foos. All right, he misses. One archer's dead. The one that's red, he he does climb out from under the rubble. He gets up. He takes a shot at Alex, and he misses. And the one that is the blue one down at the other end, he's still shooting at Foose, and he crit fails. He has to reload. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, and then it's Elios' turn. Yeah, it's my turn. From where I am, I guess I'll just, you know, meddle with this guy's mind with a vicious mockery. Which guy you want to mess with? Oh, Stonebreaker, come on. So I make a wisdom check, and I fail it. Sweet. Damage. Yeah, eat the four for damage. (laughs) What do you say to him? (laughs) He must be real proud to be controlling over four men. Foose? Uh, try and 
take another swing at yeah. Stalker. he gets a disadvantage on his next attack. Yep. 18 will hit. Oosh! Wow, okay. So, yeah, he's gonna go down. He, uh, he drops. He's like, the treasure's hidden at the... And then he just goes down. Is he dead dead? Is he dead dead? He is dead dead. Damn it, Tor! My, I had a one-liner for him when he died. You should have picked something that did more damage. <laughs> Some bags from damage uh, I could do. And then I can still move, yes. Uh, let's see. Yep, you can move. Tie up the red guy so when he's reloading, he's gonna you're going to give him an attack opportunity. Well, I'm kind of worried about this trap. <laughs> oh, or you could, yeah, fight the trap. Uh, let's see. 10, 20. Could go there through the... Oh, I'd be through the rubble, though. Yeah, the rubble is difficult, right? You you have enough speed that you can do it, though. You gotta remember that Agra's not actually there. He's up above. So yeah, but move. I want the trap to take an attack. Well, yeah, I could go around. Yeah, let's do that. All right, that's better. Yeah. All right, so that's Trap's turn, and you're the closest thing to it, so it's going to attack you. That is going to hit you. Me? Um, Yes, sir. All right, so you're going to take eight damage, dropping you down to two, yeah. I think. And that's trap turn. Then it is kill Drake's turn. The trap is is been into uh, Foose, right? Yes, it so is. So I'm starting. It probably can't attack me. Pretty, yeah. It's not. You don't think it's gonna let okay, go of him? Okay, I'm gonna go over here and hit, hit get rid of the archer first. Okay, smack. Smack him up. Apparently not. Nine will not hit him. He uh, he already hates you to begin with for knocking him off his his perch there. So you miss him. After him goes Agra. I'm gonna yell down there. Is it safe to come out? Leo, do a deception roll, please. <laughs> it's safe for him to come down the road. I rolled a 19 for a yes. yell that we need your help. You need help? Yes. No, I start climbing down the rope. You can make it about halfway. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, the red one, uh, he's going to disengage and uh, reload. The blue one, he reloaded last time, so now he's shooting at Fus. And he's going to miss. Helios, you're up. We're going. We're going. I charge, and I will try to feet of strength destroy this thing. Okay. Um, just roll strength. Yep, yep, just the strength. I'll just use that or whatever it is. That would be a three. So uh, you run like full tilt into the scaffolding after you watched uh, Kildrake uh, knock his down, and uh, you pretty much just smack your face on it, and nothing seems to happen. Foose? Uh, heck, this fucking bloodthirsty chain now. Oh, I'm sorry. 17 will hit. Three damage. Three damage. All right. So you smack the chain, some sparks fly, and the chain uh, is going to smack you back. Oh, bullshit. Ah, uh, it might not. Um, does a nine hit charm close? I don't think it can. No, it misses you. Uh, Alex, you are up. Alright, uh, the archer is running away. He he disengaged from you. He doesn't seem like he's running away. Okay, I'm gonna make sure he can't shoot um, Foos right in the back, so I'm gonna engage him again. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Alright, back to you, uh, Blake. Alright, I finished climbing down the ladder, and uh, I guess that's it, right? Uh, that's your movement. You can take an action if you want. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna blast the shit out of the archer that's left. Oh, there's two archers left. Shit. Blue hasn't been hurt. Red's been hurt. And there's chain thing that's chomped onto Tor's arm. Oh, I want, I want that red guy then. Okay. 
20 hit him? 20 hits him, yep. Alright, 5 damage on that guy. 5 damage that, plus the falling damage that he took earlier. Your Eldritch Blast once again just melts a hole through his chest, and uh, he goes down screaming. Yes, I got temporary hit points for that too. Alright, after Blake goes the last archer, um, who shot last time, so now he's reloading. He's going to move away from Leo, though. Um, then it goes to Elios. You may not escape. Here we go, baby. Another three. Are you sure you're doing it right? It says I rolled I rolled a four and a nine, unless you want to give me advantage. Oh, no, no, yeah, you don't, you don't break it. Okay, so you moved and you tried that. Uh, Tony, you're up. Okay, it's trying to kill me. Sixteen will hit it. Seven. Seven damage to the chain. All right. You smack it and uh, break a little bit of the metal off. Um, it retaliates and swings at you. Does he 16 hit your uh, ties. ties. So yeah, ties to hit. That's not good. You're going to take ten damage. Uh, negative eight. So while you're down, you can go ahead and look up the rules sure. for dying for us. So we're going to move on. To uh, Alex. The chain fell moving. Basically, it bit onto uh, Foose's uh, leg and sort of dragged him down. Okay, I'm gonna smack the chain, I guess. Okay. Uh, I don't think 11 hits it. 11 does hit it. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I lied. I lied. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Um, I think that's my turn then. That's it. Uh, Blake, back to you, bud. Oh, boy. Now there's this chain chomp running loose, right? And slash on the floor. Tor, stay still for a moment. <laughs> Are there any negatives that I'm getting to this roll? Alright, I'm just going to 10 doesn't hit this thing. 10 does not hit it. Alright, well, lucky floor. Alright, so the, the blue guy is going to try to shoot Elio straight in the face since he's right beneath him. Does a 15 hit you, Leo? It does. For 2 damage. And then it's your turn. Two damage. I'm okay. Well, this guy hit me, so we're still trying to take down his stupid fucking scaffolding. That's a 17. Oh, yeah. So you rip it apart. You just bring... I don't know. What do you have for a weapon? Or are you just hitting it with your flute or I'm something? i fucking got two daggers, Brohan. Smash right. that shit. You take out the key log, and the whole thing comes down. Um, he's going to make a dexterity, and he's going to fail just like the last guy did. Um... But he's going to fall on top of you? Because you're right in front of him? Well. <laughs> nah, I'll just, I'll just say he falls at your feet. Oh, come on. <laughs> Alright, so Tony, those dying rolls, okay, what do they do? So, <clears throat> you're reduced to zero if the damage you take, if the excess damage exceeds your hit point total, you die instantly. That didn't happen in my case, so I'm fine. Basically, I roll a saving throw. If it's less than ten, I fail. I fail three times, I die. If I succeed three times, I stabilize. Okay, so that's one failure. You roll a five. If I regain any health, I go to one and uh, I become conscious. So we move on to Chain Chomp. He's going to uh, try to latch on to Alex, and he's going to miss. Um, and now it's Alex's turn. I'm going to fight the Chain 12. 12 will not hit it. Uh, I will disengage from the chain chomp then. Okay. And then Blake, you're up. Agra. You fuckers later. 
So, uh, you sh- I don't know, I guess Ultra Blast is just like negative energy or something, just yeah. eating away at the chain, causing it to rust. Alright, so then... Um, Archer has Leo, to reload, or he's still Well, actually, he, he actually has to sort of try to get up and out of the rubble, which uh, will provoke an attack of opportunity yeah. to you, if you have a weapon out. I do, I have daggers out. Oh, that's right, just, I don't think you need a weapon, technically. I think even an arm, you can probably punch someone. Curb stomp them. So go ahead and make a swing at him. Uh, main hand swing. Attack. 15. Yep. Damage. 2 damage. 2 damage, alright. Do, do I get an offhand attack? Huh? Huh? On an attack of opportunity, no. Uh. So he gets up, he drops his bow, and he pulls out a scimitar. More like a jerk guitar. Jerk guitar. Now it's your turn. I will attack him. Uh, main hand, boom. That'll hit. Now, how does two-handed, two, how does two-handed fighting work in this? Because it doesn't say I get a penalty for dual, like my. You don't actually get an extra attack. You actually just do more damage, but you need the you need to be actually able to do it. Like you have to have something that tells you can do it. Pretty much not being a bard. Uh, okay. No. Are you actually? Kidding? I thought you had to actually have specialization to do it. Take the attack action and attack with a light melee weapon that you're holding in one hand. You can use a bonus action to attack with a different light melee weapon that you're holding in the other hand. You don't add your okay. ability modifier to the damage of the attack unless that modifier is negative. Now, the issue right. is so it'd be you negative took one. your bonus action already when you did an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay. I believe. Is that correct? Is that sound right? Sweet. Sounds right to me. That's a lot of rolls. I'll have to one damage. figure that out for sure next time. One damage. Did he take damage from falling? He did. You just you're just picking away at him here. Uh foos. I think a bonus action and a reaction are different, but yeah, you should figure that out, Tim. I should get a second attack. Oh, should have. I'll tell you what, I'll give you I'll give you one since it's our first time. Okay, here it is. It's a twelve. Twelve actually hits. See, I told you. Hey, I'm trying something I did two extra damage. And you killed him. Yes, I'm the greatest bard in the history of bards. I come in with a quick a quick jab across his arm, lacerating his uh tendon so that his scimitar falls to the ground, and then I plunge the other one right into the fucking throat. Woo! Uh is Tony did Tony stabilize? I just did. Well he he just rolled a critical success. Yeah. So I gain one hit point and I'm conscious. All right, and I and I shove five berries down his throat so he gets five more hit points. Well, it's actually it's Chain's turn. <laughs> oh, chain, oh, Chain's still alive. Never mind. Chain's still alive, and the chain is actually going to move towards you. Okay. And, and it's going to say chain, chain, and it's a crit. So it's going <laughs> to chain, chain, chain. All up on your business here. You are going to take. Nine points. Effective CR level. <coughs> I'm at negative one. You're at All negative right. one. So on your turn, which is right now, you are going to make a death saving throw, which is just a d20. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's one success. Uh, Blake, you are up. Cool. Uh, Alex is dying, right? Yes, he is. That is a damn shame. Um... <laughs> 
and you blast this fucking chain chomp. It's funny, funny. That'll hit it. Yeah, six damage to it. And six damage will kill it, and that is all the bad guys in the room. Yay. Jesus Christ. Now let's go stabilize the people who are dying. Yep. Then we go to uh, Leo, you're up. Shall you go stabilize Alex? Okay. Oh, wait, is combat still over? Combat is over. No, like turns on. Well, I, I, how does it go with the, the uh, death saving throws and stuff? They can just roll and help stabilize us. Okay. So, I guess a medicine or a stabilizer? You can do a bunch of stuff. The DC 10 wisdom check. There we go. Yeah, medicine check. 14. There we go. So, everybody is stabilized. Um, you guys are all really hurt. We all can hit dice, right? If we take a short rest. Mm -hmm. So, the fun thing is a stable creature... So, he doesn't actually technically become conscious. <laughs> I'm just reading them. I'm looking at him. A stable creature oh, that fine. isn't healed regains one hit point after 1d4 hours. If he's got those berries, we could just, like, shove them in his mouth. Make him chew them. Yeah. He'll come, too. Yeah, he use that for berries. Let me check. There's actually a rule for it. Oh, for using them on... Yeah, you can't use them to make people... They'd be conscious to use it. Gotcha. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me double check, because I read that earlier. Because it's really efficient for, what, like, one spell, so, like, it makes sure it's right. not, like, yeah. amazing. Well, if Leo has a healing spell left, then... Do I need to heal him to get him up, or else we have to... I've used both of them already. They can start hit points. It doesn't say anything else, so I assume, yeah. So you can shove those berries, I'll be conscious. Right. Might as well do that. I think you can use the stabilize, but then you can use the heal hit point. It's the same thing. If you heal a hit point, you stabilize, period. I'll just, I'll just eat one, then. You just eat yeah. one, then. And I'll be at one hit point. Okay. So everybody's on their feet. But I actually, I'm uh, pretty tapped out in terms of spells. Same. Same. Yeah, that wasn't. That was like a you know first room, easy room, guys. I think that's a good spot for us to end off for the night. Before we leave, I would just like to let everyone know that they can reach out and send us their comments or suggestions at dungeonsanddisorder at gmail dot com, or tweet at us at dungeon disorder. Um, we would love to hear ideas and any other horrible tricks or plots to throw at these guys. Lastly, we ask that uh, you guys please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It'll help us get this podcast out there. Thank you. Leo! 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 Leo and the Jets! <laughs>